what? Yeah. I don't know where you want to start this from, but uh, I'm Connor, and welcome to another edition of the After Dark Podcast for Phantom Zone. And Eric is here, and Arlen is here, Hi. and Eric is here. Everyone, <laughs> what? Everyone say hello. Wait, hold on. Excuse you said me, me twice. Yes. <laughs> I just said name is Eric now. <laughs> Eric. Eric is here. Eric is here. Eric is here, and Eric is here. Yes. yes. And I know. we are all here. If if Angela right. still, listens, still listens to the show, he's be very lost. Um, I am. Uh, I am. I Gonzalez. <laughs> I am Alan Muir. Um, <laughs> we are oh, all here. You're uh, funny. No, that's that's um, why I'm still on the show. I am the uh, I'm the talisman <laughs> against his return. <laughs> oh God. Um, I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I was saying before we started recording that I was watching a uh, a, a vicious uh, throttling of the Flash and. Um, he got into some interesting points about the CW, and I didn't want to waste that banter. But basically, he said it's a it's a network that has refused to evolve since two thousand and three. Yep. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, I I never thought about that because like they said that, and they Arlen, they uh, they, I'm surprised you didn't come barreling through my fucking wall when they mentioned Team Wolf. Um, <laughs> they they threw Team Wolf a bone. They said Team Wolf got a twenty was it twenty four to twenty seven episodes season. And they Twice. chopped it. They yeah. chopped it in half and called it season three A and season three B. And they are their own stories and own sections of a season, but they don't operate as one long story. Basically, oh, no, wow. no, no. Yeah, there's a theme. There's a thematic like tie what? between the two. Um, but no, they did a they did a longer season and they cut it in half. They were responsible with the fact that they had more episodes and they did two stories. Yeah, of and one. he threw uh, Agents of Shield a bone. And I think the one season of Agents of Shield we watched as a show was the one where it had three distinct arcs. It had Ghost Rider. It had right. Um, what the fuck was it? Eva. Yeah, and that's a, so that's the credit that I will give them. As much as I have said very terrible things about that show in the past, from what I could tell. <laughs> They did individual arcs, and they didn't try to squeeze like one story or or spread it out further. I guess would be a more appropriate way. And of the the Ghostwriter stuff I watched, which was like the only thing I really cared about, because once they departed from that, I was like, "You have totally lost me." Because now this mm-hmm. is back to being like, but I, like I I love Coulson, but like I don't give a shit about Quake and the rest of them. I don't. Um, yeah. Uh, like, because Ghostwriter is the most interesting thing to happen to that show, and uh, Luna is it Gabriel or uh, uh, I think it's Gabriel. Yeah, Gabriel Luna is fantastic. Um, and then he mentioned that like the CW shows in Flash specifically, specifically was trying to do that, and like they can't help but do filler. They yeah. can't fucking help themselves. Um, but he also brought yeah. up uh, this thing, his concept he has. I I, I think his the YouTube channel is called Friendly Space Ninja, and it's pretty good. Um, uh, something he says. This show is now something I call uh, SFM, or it's like series finale media, where I'm gonna go, I'm gonna tune in to watch the final episode of the final season just to see how it all wraps up. I'm like, that's a really fun way to approach shows you just have disdain for now. Um, mm-hmm. and he mentioned Walking Dead. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm trying oh. To, I think oh. there is a show that I had like that when I thought Supernatural was going to end. Um, I <laughs> 10 did seasons that. ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they kept on going for. Uh, it's funny because another... he kept he kept saying things I've heard you say about those shows like Team Wolf and Supernatural. He said Supernatural mm-hmm. the first five seasons are some of the best seasons on TV at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last great twenty two episode television, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> yeah. but um, 
you know, he mentioned Team Wolf. Um, I think I did that with Dexter, and uh, I think that was a mistake. Do it because, <laughs> because... <laughs> no, I disagree. <laughs> that, that, that fucking just... hurt my fucking feelings. I'm speculating, and it, also it's funny that you did the opposite for Scott Buck's next show, where you didn't watch the finale at all, but you thought you had. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> I'm fist. I was like, yeah, the show's done. I just quit. <laughs> and you didn't miss anything, actually. No, that I was didn't. the funniest part. No, you, I didn't you, at all. I didn't feel, I, and the funny thing is, I didn't feel like I missed anything either. Um, nope. It's funny you mentioned that, because I was chatting with um, a movie dumpster fan today, and he was listening to the Suckling episode, and he just out of nowhere goes, Connor, you didn't watch the credits again? Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, at this point, like, if I start watching them, it ruins the gag, so I'm not going to start. The suckling. Yeah, the suckling. Oh, God. I can't believe that is the name of a movie. The suckling. We just watch Sorority Girls and Slime Ball, Ball, Slime Ball Bolorama. Like, it gets worse. Oh, yeah, that was like a USA Up All Night, like, standby. Like, that was the movie. They're just like, yeah, let's just show this again. I, I didn't enjoy that, that one, but there was something in it that I felt like, usually when I watch these, there's something I find that I'm like, oh, okay, and it's memorable. Um, that is the movie where the the outro of Static X's I'm with Stupid comes from. She goes, yeah, very stupid. It's Linnea Quigley. I didn't know that. It's from that oh, movie. Oh, I, I, I haven't seen that movie since I was probably like 10 or 11, so I've, I can't. Yeah, I'd never seen it. So when I heard that line, because I was Static X, I was like, oh, fuck. Wow, that's a, that's a 30-year mystery finally solved for me. Um, well, it, it's like that movie and uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. The uh, the uh, fuck, what's his face? Um, yeah, yeah, Roddy Piper movie. Yeah, those were like the two that I remember seeing multiple times on USA Up All Night, and then various Porky's movies that were edited. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's something that's way before any of your times. Maybe yeah, you uh, yeah. caught the tail well, end of it, Connor. I, but yeah, I remember seeing Joe Bob Briggs on I can't wait, that air but that no that my was first exposure to like that kind of thing okay mm. yeah and i i watched yeah. um barbarian and he it was just fun watching him talk on the barbarian like every time there's a commercial break yeah that was the thing like up all night was first it was how it was hosted by gilbert godfrey before yeah. he got really what? big what? <laughs> What? And then and then there was a I forget what her name was. It was Rhonda something. But like they would they would have little bits like of their comedic performances, whatever, where they're trying to do their bits. And then they'd show the movie and then they'd come in every once in a while during after a commercial break and comment about the movie. And then we'd go back to it. And yeah, that's mostly what I remember is bad movies. I'm sure there's more to the show, kind of like Night Flight, which is way beyond any of your times. But yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it was a place to see stuff that when you're like nine or ten, you're like, maybe I'll see a boob by accident on USA. And nope, never right. happened. That was never where happened. I saw like that was where I saw Conan uncensored for the first time. Um, uh, Conan, Conan O'Brien. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> I saw Conan uncensored was on that. Yeah, right. Was on that. Uh, <laughs> um, you saw the witch sex scene where uh, where he yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, he also uh, in that video he also talked about Superman and Lois, and it was something that I didn't even know about that show was that that show was, I thought it was co-produced by HBO Max. It was not. It was it was completely financed by HBO Max. 
and it airs yeah. too, and that is it. Like that is an HBO I mean, Max production through and through. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems like that lady we were talking about, what was it, almost three months ago? It sounds like she was serious then about really putting money into the multiverse and all that shit. Well, um, there's a whole other pocket of shows that need to, <laughs> that need to be taken out back and shot no, in the head. Or they, need to be that, yes. Yeah. No, they need to just end them. Just end them and don't reboot them for a while because it's it'll just be the same thing. It's it's a bad idea oh, no, no. and just I, end I, them. I'm of the same opinion that if you reboot them, you should not do it right away. Like there should be an extended mm-hmm. time away because even Superman and Lois took a while to come out. Like Superman's last appearance oh, yeah. was a crisis, and that or was even two about, years ago. How about this? You have access to every single one of your characters. Pick anything else. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just try anything else. I totally agree. I mean, I mean, I mean, look who, look at what DC characters are currently enjoying the most prominence they have ever enjoyed in their existence. Yeah. What's more, Ratcatcher and King Shark. <laughs> I mean, on that note, man. on the on that note, it looks like a Blue Beetle thing is actually going to happen after years of rumors yeah, we'll and almost yeah. happening. I think it's so weird that. Warner Brothers in DC sabotage their own Justice League movie and yet keep stumbling into successes with like weird shit like the Suicide Squad. And, like, all, like their fucking D list characters are the one that everyone's embracing because everyone's like, no, we're fucking sick of Batman. You keep fucking it up. Well, that's, that's maybe because they got somebody who was a well respected and talented director who also mm-hmm. wrote it and yeah. maybe let him do his own thing and not have to be tied down by. The- this imposed universe they were trying to make. Yeah, yeah. Just an idea. Well, yeah. Well, also, it does make good movies. Right. Yeah. Oh well, that's too. Hunter, you're asking too much. Um. Yeah. I mean, look, look how long <laughs> it took to get. A, look how long it took to get fucking Logan, like that kind of movie, out of fucking. <laughs> you, had, you, had to, you had to wrench that movie well, out of those fucking people. That's not completely fair because, like, X Men Two wasn't half bad. Like, I it's like the it's first two X Men movies. Yeah, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to say like they were they're amazing at this point, but at the time they yeah. were quite good. But yeah. and I mean, I'm I'm even trying to divorce the uh, the man and his boy thralls from that movie or those movies. Like, like right. they are they're decent X Men movies on their own, and even first I mean, class. I forgot until you just brought it up. I was like pretending that it didn't exist until yeah. just now. Um, yeah, I, I get what you mean, and I think a lot of those early two thousands superhero movies there's a little bit of rose tinted glasses but to some extent they are good for their time mm-hmm. um, well and that was what i brought up when talking about um that justice league of america pilot that i watched for movie dumpster um mm. that movie came out that well the movie whatever it isn't it's a movie it's 80 minutes it came out mm. in 97 what came out yeah. two to three years later x-men blade like movies blade that is took, the next year what is the next year blade is spider-man like and I yeah. mentioned on the show that like it's funny to me that Marvel has in one way always been evolving faster and taking this stuff more seriously and getting it better than Warner Bros. and DC ever fucking have. Because well, I'm telling you, this this pilot should be shot into fucking space. Every copy right. of it should be destroyed. It is well, abominable. Oh, it's like yeah. a crystal di- or not crystal dynamics. What's their fucking I mean, face hunter? The guys who made the uh, who made that X Men game that's terrible. And oh, Silicon made- Knights. That's it. Oh, yeah, Silicon yeah. Knights, yes. Yeah, yeah. Treat them like Silicon Knights. Um, I mean... Well, uh, go ahead, Arlen. Oh. 
I was going to say, I don't want a devil's advocate too hard here. Um, but there's a certain nobility. I don't even know if that's the correct word to use, but I'll just go with it. There's a mobility that Marvel had um, that DC has never had. Um, not since they bought DC in like the 70s, I want to say, um, around when they did Superman. Because um, they didn't own it during... Ago. Yeah, because they didn't own it during Batman, I don't think, or they didn't care. Um, but it feels that feels right. Oh, you mean whereas you mean Marvel was always TV Marvel, show? right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. um, but Marvel has always been Marvel, um, and I don't want to give too much credit to old Stan, but he was a big part of making sure that there was always something happening. There was always a show or a cartoon that kept those characters um, in the minds of people. Um, and I think that that mobility allowed them to, when they did get to movies, to get them out very quickly and to get them out in a very short amount of time <clears throat> for a lot of people to see. Whereas you have a giant company like Warner Brothers, which has always been one of the giants of filmmaking, only able to get a movie out every 10 years um, for a while there. Uh, you know, even if you're including all the Supermans that they did. Those movies only happened because of other producers coming in, because of other people who felt uh, a pressure to make those movies. Um, and the studio system was just different at the time. There was money to be made from producing five Superman movies or four Superman movies and Supergirl, our favorite film of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't fuck. You know, I, I rail on this Justice League thing for being 80 minutes. That movie has no business in any universe being, what was it, two hours and 20 minutes long? Dude, that movie was fucking long. Something it's like long that. It was brutal. Like, it fit, yeah. It's so long, and like the only good parts are just are fleeting and far few in between. But anyway, I don't want to get too lost down the rabbit hole. Anyways, when you can only make a movie seemingly every 10 years, and the quality of your movies is diminishing at best, you have to assume that it's not dc's fault it's not the property's fault it's just the size of this giant corporation which has a history of falling over itself and making some bad decisions um and it's just it's almost like it was inevitable marvel has all but whereas marvel again they've always had that mobility and that ability to just move around the problem um you know when Marvel Whoa. came to the conclusion that Fox and Sony weren't going to be good partners anymore. They did it themselves. They just started doing it Marvel on their own. Also, see, Kent, like Marvel has better foresight than Warner Bros. and DC ever have. Um, like, I, okay, mm -hmm. DC to a lesser extent because, like you said, DC is a broom closet. Um, yeah, but since Warner Bros. has been controlling like the movie side of that company for so long, um, and yet they like. They they make the same mistakes. Well, the funny thing is, they make the same successes over again too. Like, mm. uh, I mean, Superman is kind of old place. Um, I think Man of Steel was fine. I think it was a financial success. Um, I don't remember Superman Returns, even if you th threaten my life. Um, I can't. <laughs> I, can't <laughs> I can't recall a fucking moment from that movie. <laughs> well, I, I think except, I... except maybe Kevin Spacey chewing scenery, but that's about it. I mean, I think... the dogs. The dogs, wait, wait. God, I don't even remember dogs. that. What the fuck are you talking there's, about? 
There's okay. All right, hold on. Before we get too far in the weeds, I have to talk about this because it's haunt. It's haunted me ever since I've seen this movie. Uh, there's a scene in which it is revealed one of Lex Luthor's dogs or someone's dogs ate the other dog for some reason. It's fucking that weird. Sounds and vaguely familiar. It's fucking weird, and I think about it a lot, and I don't know why I had to see that as a child. <laughs> why is that You're... in the movie? That movie is well, a fever dream. Brian Singer to remember made it. it. Um, yeah. To uh, to get back to the earlier points about Marvel and DC, I think something you're I don't know if you're forgetting or you're just choosing to omit it, but with Marvel back in that time period, like all the movies that came out, they had nothing to do with Marvel themselves. No, the I think the just properties. Like, well, yeah. I have I have a point I was getting to, like DC whenever they were acquired by warner brothers like like we've said they were a broom closet so warner brothers just like eh, let's put this out for the kids but like the companies that had marvel properties they had very specific areas of marvel so they had to work well with what they had because they didn't have the option to fall back on oh, let's throw fire and ice in here let's throw let's throw two mm. green lanterns let's throw the atom in they're just like all right we only have these characters that are from this part of this deal that we made to work with so yeah. let's do it like blade i thought was the first one that was actually a marvel production or at least they were more heavily involved with it than they were with anything else yeah and i think yeah. like I, if i'm gonna nuance what i said like the brand itself whether be of their own control or other people's controls has always found a way to be ahead of their main competitor whether it's through their own machinations or you know like you said being with sony or fox who are like hey mm -hmm. this is we can do stuff with this let's do something with it whereas like yeah. dc always looks at that with like dc looks at this warner brothers i'm sorry this pantheon fucking characters they have and go ah superman and batman that's fucking it yeah yeah which is their i mean it goes back to what i was saying earlier that's their fault yeah. um and like I was saying with Stan, constantly making sure that even lesser known characters are at least visually recognizable. Um, whereas visually recognizable is maybe the best thing you can say about certain DC characters. You see Green Lantern and you know what that is, but how much knowledge you have of the character functionally is nothing if you're not one of us. I'm um, glad you brought that up. Because this Justice League of America thing had a glaring issue where, like, I'm looking at these characters. The cast is Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, Barry Allen, uh, Ray Palmer, um, Marsha Manhunter, mm. who appears for maybe seven minutes. Um, and he is a short, portly man who essentially is just Zordon. He doesn't leave the Justice League cave or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, well, his costume was too expensive to it, have it on. It probably Marvel. was. Um, yeah. And then it's Fire and Ice, who I don't fucking no i don't even know 80s okay. 80s characters all right cool um but maybe I, like, early I, 90s yeah i i barely know them but barry allen is one not a forensic scientist two not blonde three is a dumb directionless lazy uh east coaster who's like i don't even know if i want a job or something i just like bowling like that <laughs> What? <laughs> what? That's not a thing. You made that up. I'm not making it up. Like, and like, there's an arc in this fucking movie where he moves into Guy Gardner's apartment, and Guy Gardner's fucking furious because he's like, Barry's a fucking loser. Um, 
And Ray Palmer lives there. Ray Palmer does two things with his shrinking ability. One, he saves a cat, and two, he fixes a TV. And that is it. And he is characterized physically. Uh, wait, he can do more? <laughs> he can embiggen. Um, uh, uh, so he's characterized phys- physically by being what exact what you think someone would come up with as a sciency nerd guy in the nineties: a sweater vest, a receding hairline, glasses, and a and a moderate gut. Um, and Yikes. Barry is this like he he looks like Jason from the Power Rangers. And like I said, he talks like this, and he doesn't really know what he wants in life and stuff like that. Uh, Guy Gardner looks like um, uh, Discount, what's his face from Dharma and Greg, and uh, Criminal Minds. And his arc <laughs> is that he sucks with women, and every time he's out with his girlfriend, she's like, you're the worst! Hi! Um, Ice's thing was that she's this, like, she sounds like Lucy from Twin Peaks, and she's super unconfident in everything she does. Um, and the other thing is that I don't know if Lou ever went over this in detail, but like the camera cuts to them being interviewed by an unknown source, like it's the office, <sighs> happens way too many times. And yeah, they I've never tell the you, world. they never tell you who is interviewing them, but they're giving away their secret identities the entire time because they're not in costume, they're just in regular civvy clothes. That's they're hilarious. Like, they're like, oh yeah, I'm a superhero, blah, 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 blah. This is what it's like to be the Flash. I'm like, who are you telling this to and how does this function the show and it just pops up every like five to ten minutes and that was the that was the influence of the uh show the real world at that point because it was big right around that yes and so it functions more like friends and like and like said the real world but you look at these characters and back to what arlen was saying you can't tell they are who they're supposed to be at all no i've seen what the costumes look like they're garbage they're trash Barry's got yeah. goggles, I think. Like, yeah, I don't know. Marsha, I'm looking at pictures of this pilot right now, and uh, Marsha Manhunter looks like the mask. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucked. He also, they also just forget the fact that he can shapeshift. And he's like, I can't <laughs> the cave because I'm a big green Martian. Cool. I'm, like, what? I'm like, you're a fucking Nosferatu? Like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> so the writers or one of the writers of this has a strange strange career oh, God. Um, oh I want to know because I didn't look into it David too far. D- David Hoselton Hoselton I, I, oh no it sounds like a fake name um, best known for his work on television on the television series House Shark mm-hmm. oh. and the animated mm-hmm. films over the hedge and brother bear wait okay what <laughs> this I, is I, what i just real quick i'm just i'm looking at this pictures of the justice league pilot why is it there's only one photo that green lantern's outfit actually looks green oh it's not green all the it's other like, ones it looks it's, teal. It's teal also here's yes. what green lantern does with his powers i don't recall a single instance where he's doing any superheroics what he does with it is tap a man in the shoulder with an invisible, with like a, a like a like a construct finger to make him look the other yeah. way, so he can steal his invitation to a party, and he makes an umbrella to shield someone from the rain. That is cool. fucking it. Cool, you know, like heroes do. And Barry yeah. demonstrates his powers by 
speed cleaning, speed eating, complete with sound effects that actually made me gag. Um, <laughs> Early uh, ASMR. Yeah. Oh, God. It's <laughs> um, uh, and in the same party, uh, tricking a, a, uh, a bouncer into looking the other direction and running past him at super speed. That is it. Cool. That's hilarious. Yeah. What a great, what a great show. And the, um, didn't get so made. the villain, <laughs> Weather Wizard, is, like I said, it's Miguel, Miguel Ferrer, but like his initial appearances on a big TV that's just in this city, which is called like, oh, what the fuck? It's like, it's, it's New Metro is what it's called. Uh, not Metropolis, what? not Central City, not, not, and not, not Keystone. Uh, Keystone, Keys, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> not the beer. What the fuck is Free Lantern City? <laughs> oh, um, Coast oh, City? Um... Coast City. Coast, yeah, Coast City. There we go. Yeah. Um, well, was his city. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, maybe well, up, maybe, uh, maybe New Metro is Coast City because uh, things occurred. Um, say what you want about him. He's thorough. Very. <laughs> um, so he shows up at this big TV and he's like, and his voice is modulated and he's like, and he makes bad weather puns, including one saying, like, he's going to drop hail, like a big hailstorm. And he says, get ready for your first halo. What? what? I, hate I hate this show. What's the I point of him it. having... I'm stuck on the voice modulator. Why does he need a voice modulator? I don't know. He's, he's a supervillain. <laughs> There's a million different things he could say, like... You're all going to hail, and then he brings down a hailstorm. Yeah, no, or hail anything. Hail up. Right, and why does? Um, and again, why does he need to be weather wizard? Why can't you just make him a different villain? <laughs> well, and then a like it's just like, like to show his face. He's the weather wizard by just basically it's they just show Miguel Fair at the bottom of some like some fucking like tower, and he's just slamming keys on a keyboard. He's like, I'm controlling the weather. Um, but his vignettes that show on the screen. I swear to God, they look like some shit where Kane from the Brotherhood of Nod would walk out and start monologuing. They look like bad commanding conquer cutscenes in this already bad looking TV show. Hearing all this makes me just want to go eat a whole bottle of Ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cure uh, COVID. It, it, like, it, it's uh, kind of, right. like, I know, I know what I, you know, uh, like, we have disdain for the CW for good reasons. But watching right. the like almost the whole thing, I was like, man, some of the shit that we have said about the CW, like me personally, I could almost forgive seeing this with the DC branding on it. I'm like, this is it's, sure. it's easily the worst superhero thing I've ever fucking seen. Um, Here, here's what I'll give them credit for. They saw this and they were like, this needs to end. <laughs> That's my thing. Like, Someone looked at it and said, absolutely not. However, I think they should have done one step further and just like destroyed it immediately, because yeah. like, isn't there more footage of that? Um, that what the fuck? That Wonder Woman show with Adrian? Uh, oh, I think, yeah, I think there's the entire pilot is out there. If not a couple, yeah, of you can watch the entire yeah, pilot and effects, you can use. Yeah, the visual effects aren't yeah. quite done, but like the stunt work is there, and like you can like it's mostly whole. Mm -hmm. However, yeah, I've seen the, some clips yeah. of that, and I'm like, ooh, that's raw. I really only know what Lou has told me and what I heard about on that um that uh podcast to talk about a lot about movies that were never made. Yeah. Cuz it's oh, yeah. it's this yeah, cuz it's this gap in between a lot of Wonder Woman projects that almost happened. Um one including Sandra Bullock as whoa as Dinah or not Dinah. Um Diana. Diana. 
No, the Wonder Girl. Um, I can never remember her. Oh, name. Donna. Fuck. Donna. Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Donna Troy. Um, yes. Yes. Um, or some Sandra version. Bu- I mean, like '90s Sandra Bullock. Like, I would buy her as Wonder Woman, or you know, yeah, a this was, character. This is like Miss Congeniality. This is like 2000s. She would be entirely too old for that character at that point. Yes, this is the yeah. It's like the lake house, but the the idea is that they would have like a (laughs) wow. I I'm sorry. I like I thought I was the only person in this group has that has seen that movie. Oh no, no! I've got to put this letter in the mailbox. (laughs) I watched it with the the ex girlfriend who made me watch uh, the Notebook at least a dozen times and fell asleep during Ghostbusters and End of the Dragon. All, all of this checks out. This all adds up 100%. Um, no, no, no doubt button is needed. How do, you, on my... how do you fall asleep after the dragon, but not during the lake house? Here's the thing. She'll never listen to this, so I can, I can, and I'm not going to name her, so it doesn't matter. So I can, I can roll a bus mm. over her in this specific part of our former relationship. She name claimed that. <laughs> she claimed that I, or at least like the movie itself, we went and saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginnings in theaters. Her reasoning for never wanting to watch a horror movie or any movie with any kind of violence or like bodily harm was because this movie allegedly traumatized her. Right? That that movie. Above all movies I could have shown her, it was that movie. So hmm. from that point forward, getting her to watch anything that had anything to do with uh, violence, yeah. uh, suspense, horror, anything. It was like pulling fucking teeth. But the, problem the name was, of the like, movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Well, before yeah. that, she was a, she was a yeah. big horror fan. Like, she loved Jason Voorhees and shit, but something happened huh. on the mm. way home from seeing Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. So okay. She was like, no more. And then, but like, the problem that I had was the trade off mm. was I had to watch Days of Our Lives. I had to watch soap operas. I had to watch twenty-seven mm. dresses. I had to watch Ooh. the bridesmaid. I had to watch all this, all these fucking disposable, like I don't want to use this term, but like it's what they chick flicks, right. like like bad romantic comedies. I'm like, if we're gonna do this, <clears> can we watch my best friend's wedding or something that's actually right. like somewhat entertaining or engaging that I can get something out of? But like, and I do like right. the Notebook. I think the Notebook is actually mm-hmm. the only Nicholas Sparks well, movie yeah. ever made that's pretty good. Right. Um, I mean, this is a bad era for that type of stuff, though. It, yeah, it's and, just she, and, th- and that's the thing. She was consuming fucking all of it. Well, <laughs> I'd like to examine examine two things here. One real quick. No, you didn't have to watch the stuff. You were humoring her. Um, yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Two, yeah. it, if she's a fan of horror movies like Friday the 13th and whatnot, was, was Text Chainsaw the Beginnings, was that the one with Jessica Biel in it? No, that's the first one. The second one was okay. Joanna Brewster and okay. Um, uh, okay. a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't uh, remember that movie being anything worse than what I'd seen in horror movies of the ilk of Friday the 13th. I think she was really put off by the whole murdering the boyfriend and cutting off his face and then wearing it in front of the girlfriend. I think that fucked well, her up. But, like, well, still, I'm like, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, hold on. Jason in Freddy vs. Jason walks up to the first person he sees stabs him 18 times and then breaks him in half like <laughs> it just i don't know that just that strikes me as real odd it yeah, was odd seen... and i've always wanted it to be odd yeah. because like i never got a thorough like what about it made you so like yeah. what about it made you this way 
and I never it's... got a good reason for it. it really, it's... but there was also like a key change in her personality. I went like I experienced. Granted, like I, I will fully take my my responsibility in being very not grown and not developed by the end of that relationship. I was stuck, and I see right. every reason in the world why she broke up with me. It's fine. I get it. I lost that battle. However, like. Mm. When it came to just spending time with her, and that was how like she engaged in that particular struggle, I never understood it because I was like, "You won't." I'm like, "It's not just horror movies. You won't watch anything else at this point. And this is not like a, we're not trading. You're just dominating this part of the relationship." Right. Um. And like, it never made sense to me. And like, I tried and the dragon because I'm like, it's sanitized as far as violence goes. Like a lot of the violence is, mm. like the graphicness is not present. The deaths are off screen. Like he kills what? Not Bolo. Um, the the dude who killed his Ohara. He kills Ohara off screen entirely. He jumps in the air and goes ah, and then makes a really morose face, and that's it. You never see Ohara's rib cage get shattered. Um, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's um, yeah. And she just she passed out, and then passed out during Ghostbusters. I'm like, I, I'm like, this is a fight that I cannot win. So I like, it's. I think I just yeah. also at the time like. Uh. I was fat Connor during that period. I was 240 pounds. Right. I had fucking quit. Like, <laughs> um, I had punched the fuck out. That's um, me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, also, you're a foot and a half taller than me, Hunter. True. That's true. Uh, and mm. COVID has fucked with a lot of people. Yeah. 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 It so, has holy it. shit. It has. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. yeah. It was just, it was very bizarre, but like she did love the crow. Because she thought the story in that yeah. was just perfect. Um, she liked yeah. 300, and she liked... Uh, well, oh, what a surprise. She liked 300. Well, 300 was the reason why she wanted to go see what the fuck was that movie with him and Katherine Heigl. Oh, uh, um... The one where he's actually ghost? dead? No. Oh, that's, um... That's that's with him and Jeffrey D. Morgan. Um is it the, oh, is it ghost of girlfriend's past or something? No, that's that's Matthew McConaughey. Um, okay, I knew that because I played my fucking movie theater and had to go clean during the credits, and it had a song called "Ghost of Girlfriend's Past" that sounded like exactly what you imagine it would sound like. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. there was one where it was like he's a shock rock radio DJ who is like, <laughs> "Women are crazy." Uh, oh, it's the uh, uh, yeah, the, the ugly truth. truth. Yeah. And she's like, mm. she's typical Catherine Heigl, who's like, ah, um. Yeah, so I think that was why she wanted to see that because Gerard Butler. But then, like, she, I think she quickly realized that he's not really. He's just star. a bartender who's gotten <laughs> a lot of movies. That's it, right? Yeah, he's just yeah. He's just that, that guy. I mean, yeah, he was in just a bunch of mediocre movies until he got into the the film the film of his career, um, which I'm somehow blanking on the fucking name of. Um, God damn it. Den of Thieves, uh, his his, in, in uh, his magnum opus. Um, is that good? I've heard it's great. Den of Thieves is it's a good movie, but that was Gerard Butler is the reason. Gerard <laughs> Butler is the reason to watch the movie. Um, Scottish. There, I know. So there's a moment. <laughs> there's a moment in Den of Thieves. I think I brought up before, and it's the moment where I was like, "Oh, this is the best movie ever." He walks up to um or he walks into his ex-wife's house and she's having like a big old dinner party um with her new boyfriend and he picks up her new boyfriend's wine that he's drinking and he chugs it all in front of him. Um, uh, <laughs> I do like that flex. That's that's really funny. <laughs> and he has this vote of like, what are you gonna do about it? 
<laughs> or are you gonna punch me? And this is this is a big, hefty Gerard Butler who looks like he could get run over by a car and stand right back up. Um, oh, he's what's his nuts from uh, Daywatch, Zavula. Uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just eat the bus in the face. He's just an insane person in that movie. He eats donuts um, that a man who was shot was holding while he was being shot. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, don't waste the donuts. Uh, well, they were sitting there for like hours. <laughs> um, still a donut. I mean, I don't disagree, but he just eat, he, he eats them right after telling like this other cop um that he's a pussy for being a vegan um it's the <laughs> best movie ever made it's it's check this out now it's gerard butler doing his best al pacino and heat impression um and it's it's magical <laughs> he's the know, reason just... to watch it with that, with that thick unbreakable scottish brogy has that he can't hide if he tried well, um, yeah, it's his it's his fake American accent over that, yes. and it's just who's worse, his or Sam Worthington? I think his is worse. I think it um, is. Worthington yeah. will will disappear into his thing, and then like he'll say a word, you're like, up, oh, up, oh, there it is, <laughs> yep, yeah. I need to it's find the actor's. I need to find the actor's name. Like, wink. Hmm. Was that um, Eric? No, I need to find. I need to find the actor's name, but um, he was in uh, Doomsday. The uh, oh, fuck, mm, yeah, he's um, in a lot of Neil Marshall stuff. Um, um he, I don't think he's in a lot of Neil Marshall stuff, but he's he's just he's that guy when you see him. Like, I'll have his name in a second. Is it Kevin McKidd? I think that might be it. Oh shit! Yeah, he's in a lot of he's in a lot of Neil Marshall stuff. He's this in he's in Bunraku. He's in Dog Soldiers. He's in um, oh, yeah. Fuck, what else is he in? He's got he's Scottish as fuck too. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, it's, dude. it's not. No, it's not Kevin McKidd. Um, keep going. No. Keep talking about whatever. Oh, I'll find him then. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Well, now um, I want to talk about how awesome Kevin McKidd is because he's the best part of yeah. uh, Bunraku, which is a very strange movie. I mean, he's always good in everything he shows up in. What movie was yeah. I watching? Well, he's, he's he was like, the lead in Rome too, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he's in yeah. like he's in like five minutes of Kingdom of Heaven. Um, yeah, he is. Fuck, is he? He's in the very beginning. It, yeah. Yeah, and he gets. I mean, spoilers for Kingdom well, of Heaven. He gets. But yeah. He gets like murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he he uh, lasts for a little bit in the fight, but yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. the point when um Liam Neeson's character is being challenged by his. Yeah, his uh, his nephew. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They who, come to who collect. Who is Nikolai uh, Coster Waldo? By the way, holy um, shit! What? Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's in that movie, dude. Um, I saw him. So I saw him in some movie that I think is a Swedish movie, and it's about two, two rival hitmen, and he's one of them. And like, I, it's it's a weird thriller, and like, it's fuck. Mm. I remember liking it, but also I can't remember anything about it. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is it called? I saw it the same day I saw The Kill List. I feel like he's in a lot of those. The Kill List is a fucking movie. <laughs> That's yes, a fucking it was. movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Kevin McKidd, like it's it's a weird like psycho fake out where you're like, oh, Kevin McKidd's gonna be in this movie, <laughs> and nope, he's out. Um, like they set up this whole crew where you're like, oh, this is gonna be the like the supporting characters. This is like the 
the band of brothers crew for this movie and nope <laughs> they're gone very very quickly so, um you have a director's cut by the way worth watching if you haven't seen it holy um, shit I rented uh Waldo well, is in black hawk down yeah wow i haven't seen that movie in a long time um, he's been in a lot of stuff though as like minor roles well eric yeah the actor that i was trying to think of uh earlier i i can't find his name but you guys have seen uh the uh, uh the seventh harry potter movie the first part Oh, Death Hallows Part One. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, Harry Potter for nerds. For nerds. Harry Potter for nerds. I don't know what happened there. I just legitimately had a. I think I had a seizure. Pull that mountain right. snow over you like a blanket. Um, he also yeah. Hunter also grew another foot just randomly, and <laughs> yeah. that 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 threw things off. The the point where uh, Harry and Hermione and uh, and Ron drink the polyjuice potion to get into the Ministry of Magic, it's the guy oh, that Harry turns into. Oh, yeah, fuck. I can't. I know who you're fucking name, talking about. But he's Mad Eye Moody. Yep. No, oh, yep, when they're when they're it. trying to sneak in, um, is it the one that Harry turns it. into? Yes, that guy. Yeah. yeah, he is painfully Scottish, and I've never seen him in a role where they've ever tried to even have him have an American accent because it's not going to work. It's no. just it's not going to work. It's because they know. Well, yeah, the only, I've seen him in other stuff where he does fine with an American accent, but it has to be like hyper specific. It has mm. to be like Boston. Southern. Like I think he's in The Departed. Has- um, has, no, uh, I don't think he is. Is he not um, one of uh, Nicholson's boys? Is, no, or I... he's he's big enough that he could he would have a bigger role than just being a thug in the department. Thought, at least I thought he was one of like the he's like a high he's like one of his generals. I thought I might be. I don't. I haven't seen has, the departed in a bit. So what's has up, Simon has Simon Pegg ever like? used an american accent i don't think i've ever seen a movie where he has if he has i don't, I don't know remember. i don't know um, i'm sure there's something like early on when he had to like do like minor roles but he did a lot of stuff in england so he didn't he didn't really like come here called the movie i think it was called headhunters and it's a, a successful business headhunter who secretly funds his lavish lifestyle with sideline art and theft Learns that mm. one of his contacts has a valuable painting. He resolves to steal it, not realizing the deadly world of trouble he's entering. That doesn't really ring a bell with what I remember. But yeah, it's about two opposing like assassins or thieves or whatever. And yeah, mm-hmm. Coster Waldar. It's a uh, David O'Hara is the actor's name. Okay. Oh yeah, it was taking me forever to find him. And Hunter, I'll post a picture of him so you can see. Oh shit, he's the one who played the crazy guy in uh, Braveheart, the crazy Irish guy. Oh my god, he is. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. My favorite. Wow. I shut up, Hunter. Have you seen Braveheart? Yeah, I've seen Braveheart. It's good. Oh, that one hundred percent is the same guy. Why do I feel like that was the most unconvincing answer I've ever heard in my life? I have. I have. Here's the thing. I have seen it, but like, it's just like, it's such a. uh, In my eyes, that is such a dad movie where I'm just like, I. And I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that to be disparaging. I mean that, and, and like that is something my dad watched all the time. And I was that like, is yeah. something my dad also watched all the fucking time. He yeah. had the book. Yeah. He made me read the book. Um, Eric, Eric, he's Fitzy. Yeah. He's Fitzy in The Departed. He's one of the guys who's like, we didn't text you right. You weren't. You were oh, in the right place. You're right. You're right. He's yeah. 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 I, never just, I haven't seen The Departed yeah. in so long. Hunter, uh, oh. Stephen in Braveheart is like. Probably the only character in the movie who's like a character. 
That and uh, I think Hamish yes. is his name. Stephen yeah. is a wild-eyed Irishman who talks to God half the time. You mean all like, Irishmen? Well, I, excuse <laughs> you, I don't talk to God. <laughs> God. Fucking like, he, God is ass. In the middle of the conversation, he's like, yes, Father, I'll ask him. And someone's like, are you, commu- are you commuting with the Almighty, you fucked in the head? <laughs> and he said, his, on- his answer, his answer, um, his answer is, the Almighty says, don't change the fucking subject and just answer the goddamn question. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and he was he was in Doomsday as the uh as the general that took over after the uh after the prime minister got killed. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie's great. Have you have you not seen Doomsday recently? I have not seen Doomsday all the way. I started Oh I think god, I, what I think is... I, Yeah, no, it's, Connor, it's one of those things where I was like I need to get back to it. We need we need to have a discussion about your inability to finish things. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, gotten, it's gotten really bad in the past like decade or so, and I think it's just I think it's the, the, what everyone suspects is like, I think I just have an attention span problem. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't say. Yeah. You don't say. Yeah. One of them was like, yes. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's, that. you didn't even have to say it. We could have told you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, no, even yeah. my, um, I think last time I was at my therapist who's on vacation right now, which is why I haven't had any sessions was like, um, I was explaining to her how I absorb media and she just kind of did that thing where like, she like her head snapped back and her eyes got real big. She's like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. And I told Joe, and Joe was like, that makes my fucking eyes hurt just hearing about it. Um, I was like, Yeah, it's crazy. Like I that that cacophony of music movie music you heard, that's how I play all my video games. I have to have loud ass music coming from that, and then I have well, a YouTube video playing. Um yeah. and I can well, okay, and weird. I can digest <laughs> Avengers the music, which I can it stimulates me emotionally, and I can listen to that YouTube video all at the same time however like at some uh, point it does turn into white noise like at some point some points i'm like yeah so. i mean with video games in particular that's only one that's only one level weirder than what i do i've talked about this before i listen to podcasts with about 90 percent of all video games that i play it depends yeah, see, on I how story-based it is i can't do that yeah no i have um, to be in the game if it's something like so i played when i i played um Hellblade with headphones mm. on because I was told to. They said, "Don't right. don't listen." Yeah, I sat there and played that game. I played uh, Spider Man all the way through with uh, like no distractions because I was very engaged yeah. in that. Um, yeah, Same. I played um, when I was playing Red Dead. I was playing that without any distractions. It depends on what. Like the first time I played through any Arkham game, completely. It does. It does depend. So it also depends on what part of the game I'm playing. So if I'm in Red Dead and I'm just riding around shooting at bears, I'm listening to a podcast. <laughs> if I'm stop so shooting me, stop. If I'm <laughs> God damn it, stop it, you guys. If I'm if I'm Jesus, we're on vacation. If I'm uh, killing random farmers and bringing them to the ceremony spot where you can resurrect them as zombies, um, <laughs> which is a thing you can do in that game. Fucking love that uh, game. It's, it's Since so when? Eric, that's wait, a thing in the game. If you no, so, but, you bring. Well, no, I'm aware of the spot that you're talking about where the pentagram is, but I didn't realize you could bring them back as zombies. It's not really like zombies, but like they will regenerate their their character model. Um, yeah. So if you if you bring if you bring a person there who's dead, and then you go and kill a mountain lion nearby, and you bring it to that same place, the mountain lion will disappear, and the character model for that person that you killed will completely regenerate. They Whoa. won't be walking around, but they will be pristine and clean if you bring them to that ceremony site. 
You got the clean faces huh. brought on. Oh, yeah. yeah. With dirty asses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really weird thing. All these clean. weird little corners. But if Just I'm doing that so stuff, <laughs> I listen to a podcast. When I was when I was neck deep in the Red Dead story mode and like Dutch just just going after it. No, I, like, like, that was, that, that so I, I left off in that game and like I I'm almost to the point this is where like I left off to the point where I could feasibly start over and have mm. a better experience with it. I also I could also try and finish it, but I feel like I've lost the context. I left off right when Dutch and uh storms the, the manor. And you kills know, that entire family. Actually, I think that's early enough in. Yeah, I think that was pretty early on. Okay, early. Yeah. I heard that game was long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other game I fell off of was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is breaking my heart because I was really invested in that. But the problem the is, I started. So I started to fuck off too much and was just looking for like artifacts, mm. and I was doing like. Yeah. I I did what I did yeah. in Skyrim, which is like I felt like I saw a fucking butterfly and just ran off. Um, which also ties back into my fucking attention problem. Um, another mm-hmm. example where I would be listening to a podcast. Because, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also See, like I... in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Did anybody sleep with uh, what's his face's wife? No. Yeah. Sigurd. No. no, I did, and it, like I felt I the whole fucking time. <laughs> no, I think that that's. <laughs> I, I didn't feel bad at all. That's uh, one of the ways you get the best ending is by not sleeping with her. Oh fuck, man! Yeah, well... I Assassin's Creed Odyssey myself again. And, yeah. You know um, what? It was worth it, though. It was uh, worth it. Look, Sigurd's a piece of shit at this point. He's, yeah, he's fuck like, well, it, like the, fuck you. It, it explains itself at the end. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, Hunter, I know you chimed in on it a little bit, too. But, like, I can't do that when I'm playing a video game. Yeah. Like, I have to be all in or it's yeah. not worth my time. I If I'm yeah, on PC, it, I, also, I have headphones in. I have... Yeah. I'm watching a movie on my if I'm watching a movie on a computer, sometimes yeah. I get so listless I have to start cleaning or I have to boot up the Xbox or something like uh, my my it happens more at movies in the past decade or so, which is where I think this has really started to become noticeable for me is where like I my focus just drifts. And it also happens at work too. It happens less at work now because I'm so much more um relaxed, I've noticed. Um, by the way, I don't know who, who's listening, who cares, but I did get a new job. I'm in a different hospital. My, my shift changed and everything. And like, it's, it's a, it's much better. Um, I even told my boss today, I was like, Hey, I'm super happy here. Um, he was like, Oh, good to hear. He's like, I'm actually happy to hear that. Um, the pacing is manic, but like, I, it, I don't know. It suits me for some reason. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but, um, with movies, like I do, it's constantly offering you new stimuli so you can stay it. You can yeah, stay paying attention is. to it. I just shooting ketamine into his eye sockets. Well, I, I think is what it is. Is like I finish one thing, I'm like, ah, there's four more things I can do. Um, right. and like there's constantly yeah. someone to, to assist and help. And like I, uh, I said before that we started recording, like I'm working with a bunch of kids now, and I mean kids like who have been in that hospital for like ten year olds, four weeks, ten year olds. What is, what is, what is the of this field? Um, I'm gonna save a kitty. Um, no, like some girl came in today, and I was like, I can't remember what I mentioned, but I was like, oh, these you don't work here. She goes, I'm 18. I was like, fuck. Oh uh, god. Oh, yeah. you're entering that fun age where you're starting to oh, realize no. everyone under the age of 30 fuck. looks like a 12 year old. Fuck. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, and like mm-hmm. I've got people who are like what sucks is i've got people who were there who are good at their job but have been freaked out by other people who have been this long enough to the point where if i do something differently from that person this child has a fucking heart attack mm-hmm. um 
like I was like I was taking extras to somebody today, and I'm like, well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll shoot this way, and she go and she was like, oh well, this person just crops that part of the X ray out, I'm like, or we can just you know shoot the whole thing, or we can, we can adjust the field and you know shoot higher and not have to crop anything out. And she's like, and I can see her having like an internal like explosion. She's like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. I'm like Delaney, calm down, like. <laughs> <laughs> Delaney, oh. aim the x-rays at my chest. Del- I, I need to gain superpowers. Delaney, put I need on the, to feel the x-rays. I should, really? I should freak her the fuck out and just stick my head beneath the rain, but like, this is fine, just do it. Um, <laughs> she's leaving with my boss. Yeah. Um, I want to have big brains. Sam Elliott's um, going to show me. <laughs> but like, I, I, it's like, I have to be like, I've been doing this for, which is, I think, at this hospital, it hit me. I was like, I've been doing this for almost a decade. There's no reason I should feel so rattled all the time. Um, which is why I think I've been easing into this so easily. But I, I, I have to tell her, I'm like, I've been doing this for nine years. Believe me when I say we can do it differently. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to die every time something changes. Um, but also like I'm doing with people whose first reaction to a bad animal is to respond with like, like fucking asshole. And it's funny to wa- for me to walk over and just be like, nah, like, honestly, if you just don't register an emotional response at all, everything goes way easier because it's they're feeding off of you. So if you walk up to them and be like, meh, they just, they resp- like, dogs respond with like, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or dogs you're respond with like, wait, you're not paying attention to me? Pay attention to me. Be my friend. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like, um, and I just, I haven't had an incident where an animal has like fucked with me or tried to fight me too hard. The other thing is, um i'm not the tallest biggest most muscle-bound person like i'm very average but the problem is mm-hmm. i work with these little girls who like are picking up these 120 pound dogs and they're just they're like honor i'm like yeah yeah i'll be in there in a second like <laughs> this connor mcgraw dog puncher md dog, dog, no well okay <laughs> we had a doctor there who is currently disgraced um as in lost his license um, oh no because when i so he worked there uh before i came back well he worked there the first time i worked there um and i left worked at rainbow for a little while Oops, shouldn't have said that um uh worked different hospital for a while he had a uh a one day there he did a uh, relief work there I was bounced out of there a fucking day afterwards my boss was like that guy's never allowed to come back here um and then uh he got terminated from the place I'm at now initially because he went out drinking one of the employees and punched her in the face. What? what? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, she's, but she's not a dog. How does that connect to my story? Well, but the thing is, I have seen him punch animals in the face, too. Jesus and Christ. that has fucked with me oh. ever since. I'm like, I will never do that to a fucking animal. Which is Was why he I, drunk? Uh, well, not at that time. But there were other times where he would come into work and you could smell like you could you could smell Corona on him. Like he would come in and like he's in the same clothes from the day before and you could see that his nostrils are beat fucking red. But Connor, what beer could you smell? Um, (laughs) Well, wait, and my big question is like, Uh, he's a vet. Shouldn't he be able to afford better stuff than Corona? Right, she should be at least that, able to do Modelo or uh, like you know. younger Spanish boys who couldn't speak a lot of English because oh. yes, oh, um, yes. so he oh, convinced no. the cops it was fine when they were running out of his house bloody. <laughs> uh, 
and they returned him back to um, him. No um, exactly. Yeah. Um, they drove they a hole in there. Hunter, were you yeah. working with the reincarnated Jeffrey Donner? Don- yeah, Donner? Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, oh my god. Um, well, no, like, and like, there was something where like he got into like a, a fender bender and like I think shifted blame to this this Latin boy he was seeing at the time who wasn't legal and then got deported because of it i think oh my god yeah That's like awesome. some fucked up shit yeah like and this was a, he was when i first worked with him he was a first year doctor um and like some of the first years that i had to work with in this field have been like rock star shitheads who were like i'm the fucking best thing since sliced bread um, I'm gonna campaign to get your lunches taken away, kind of people. Like that's the kind of <laughs> dickheadedness I would work with for a while. Um, thankfully, like these are, where I'm, like these I'm are veterinarians. These are yes. 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 One of them was this know. dude who came in who looked like he was like a dime store Doctor Who bow tie and everything. Um, he was oh, the same no. guy, same guy who campaigned to take away our lunches. Um, uh, was getting corrected one day by a technician, and his response was to slam his chart down and scream in this woman's face, shut the fuck up right now. And the response from the room was a dead hush. And my friend Rigo, who is a trained mixed martial artist, looked at him and said, get the fuck out of here right now. Um, and he did. And then yeah. Dr. Cry. Well, Arlen, and I don't, I don't mean this to sound any way condescending or like, oh, I can't believe we didn't know this, but like, you do understand that vets have to go to school so much longer than even man, like, the, the human veterinary doctor. Field, here's the thing, um, the veterinary field, the way it functions, and like, I, here's the thing, I love what I do, but I love what I do for very, very specific reasons. I love what I do because like, right, yeah. I have an affinity for making a bond with animals, and I can handle them well, and that. Yeah releases like this like it makes me feel so fucking fulfilled to like to to bridge that gap between species and one see them recover which is why i really enjoy doing acupuncture because i would see a dog come in that could not walk and would leave that afternoon having a significant amount of increased mobility there was this schnauzer named bb who came in with back problems who like three sessions later was jumping all over the place i'm like that's fucking incredible but um Mm -hmm. the field itself is flawed and like I think you okay, guys got yeah. a big taste of that by what happened with my previous place, which is brought which was bought by a fucking corporate medicine uh company. And like they started initiating all these fucking bullshit changes, which is one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I left in the first place. But like that like it's not funded well, everything is priced out the ass because like it's just it's we're seen as fake medicine. We're not seen as real fucking like like I'm sure Eric yeah. has at least got a taste of this. Like we're we're People walk in and be like, "Why well, run on Google? I can do this." And it's like, "Well, what? Well, then you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Go somewhere else." Well, I think I think some of it too is is, and it's something I didn't really think about until I had my own pets, like ones that they solely rely on me. Is that mm-hmm. it's it's very expensive, and there is no like yes. reasonable like reasonable like veterinary care insurance out there other than the ones that are overpriced and the amount of money that you'll actually be saving is only worth it if your dog has a huge operation like it doesn't really cover like day-to-day stuff we had a client we had a client my previous place who had racked up over so much money in medical bills on her dogs that her insurance company cut her off yeah just flat out cut her off but that's that's mm. the thing a lot of people I think have issues with with veterinary science is that they don't understand like it is a 
ridiculously specialized field when you're a veterinarian, like full on veterinarian. Like you have gone to school for many, many years, more so than an actual like like Mm. physician MD. So it's going to be a more expensive thing because it's a more specialized field. And I think a lot of people don't appreciate the fact that that's why it costs so much. No. And the other thing they don't appreciate is like, okay, you're sick. You go to a doctor. What do you do? You walk in and go, my stomach hurts. And he goes, all right, we'll do diagnostics. Mm -hmm. A dog walks in and it's vomiting. We're like, all right, well, we've got a range from this to six more fucking things. And the only way to figure that out is to diagnose, is to just diagnostics, diagnostics. Assume the worst. We have to assume the worst Mm -hmm. or like start in the middle and work in one direction or the other. And one of the problems I had with some doctors I work with is that they wouldn't start small they would walk mm-hmm. into a room and this person this is something else i fucking couldn't stand about working with some people is that these people walk in and like empathy is a big part of this this job obviously and mm. these people walk in like yeah, tears rolling down cats. their face yeah fuck them cats fuck you and your finances <laughs> um these people walk in tears streaming down their face and like I don't, th- I don't think one people appreciate the bond that other people have with their animals who don't have animals who don't really you know care for pets or whatever or think they're just property um i I have so i've seen a woman so distraught over her dog getting into a dog fight that she was puking into a trash can um like crying not just from the the shock of it crying so violently that she was throwing up and that's a sound i never want to hear ever again um i've also heard people just wail into the heavens like it's it's nightmarish some of the things i've had to hear but like i've seen doctors walk in and this person's like i have $200 $200 to my name right now, especially during COVID. Yeah. We had people with, who just racked with, with financial problems during COVID. And I work with doctors mm-hmm. who walk in and go like, all right, yeah, cool. They come back and they leave the room, come back and go, here's a $1,500 estimate. Yep. And like even the basic diagnostics they would offer were $300, $400, $500. Because like it's, it's an, it, to some of these people is unfortunately a numbers thing. And that drove me fucking insane because at some points of the day, you'd hear them go like, yeah, we did this, but also my numbers are low. I'm like, why is that a, a primary concern for you? Like, why is that number two on the list of things that happened today? Like, because it's still a medical field and the yeah, medical and field has been horribly compromised. Oh God, yeah. so bad. Um, yeah. we can, we can, especially in this country. I, I've never talked about work this much on the podcast. It does feel good, but I would like to get away from it for a, few, <laughs> for a while. We've never, we've never been this, <laughs> that was, I don't that, think we've ever been that, this like open that in was, general. But just, I was yeah. to people who listen to this, thank you because that was fucking liberating. Um, because I don't get to talk about it too much on Movie Dumpster because there's not enough time for it, but we have a little more free form so I can talk about it more. And also, I don't think people really yeah. know what I do in the specifics of it. Um, uh, I'm a veterinary assistant. Probably I work not. with, uh, I work beneath the technicians. My primary, my primary job is like, uh, restraint. Uh, I can pull blood. I can, I can run labs. I can give certain medications. I can give some vaccines. That's about it. And, but my, but the thing I do mostly is like veterinary care. So like, that's what I like doing more. In fact, like every time I look at kennels, I'm like, that looks so much more relaxing. Like, <laughs> I just, I love the idea that we have some like 90 year old, like just living in the middle of nowhere, like Hick, who just heard you say pulling blood, like he's a blood wizard. He's a goddamn <laughs> hemomancer. Get him. I really I hope have, we don't, but if I we do, I've never heard the, the term uh, hemomancer, and that is fan fucking fantastic. <laughs> I, 
When Connor, Connor, when you said that you restrain dogs, all I could have picture was you, like MMA style, just putting them in your Here's a uh, okay. This is the last thing I'll say. When we can, then we can transition. Like one of the one of the restraint tactic, like tactics, techniques we do is a lateral restraint, which is to grab the dog by uh, you, you approach them from the side, you grab them by the like the the innermost leg towards you, uh, front and back, and you just kind of slowly slide them down your knees so they're on their side. Now the problem is that works with like really big dogs because sometimes mm-hmm. they're if you're not careful they're gonna kick you in the fucking face and it's happened to me plenty of times. Um, in fact, I had a big dog wrestle me so hard that I put him in lateral. Uh, it bucked me off without flaw, like without effort, and then I felt teeth on my ear, um, which is a horrifying feeling because I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, and it was a German Shepherd. I'm like, man, if he if I gave him one more inch, I would have lost a piece of my body. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, like newer people will walk up to like a dachshund and they're like lateral. I'm like, let me tell you something. If you walked into your doctor's office and you're like, um, I don't know, my legs hurt or my arm hurts, my shoulder hurts. And he's like, cool. And he just double leg takes down you right there in the middle of the fucking room. You'd be fucking terrified, wouldn't you? <laughs> I think actually that would be a lot cooler if when you went to the doctor's office and you give him a rough idea of what was wrong with you, and they're like, "Well, yeah." He's like, "If you can beat me in a match, you don't owe anything." <laughs> we pay by trial by combat. That's the new way to do things. I'm red in the face, <laughs> but no, yeah, I have to tell you, I have to tell some younger people. I'm like, hey. Like, that's probably terrifying to this animal. Don't do that. I'm like, just hold right. them. It's fine. They're a puppy. Like, imagine you're like a pediatrician. Like, it's your first time at the doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, you're sick? And he just fucking gives you a stone cold stunner or something like yeah. that. Like, it's the right. same thing. Yeah, he puts you in a rear naked choke and is just whispering right. in your ear the whole time. Yeah. Go to sleep. What's wrong, baby? Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm like, yeah. Like, you're like, oh, man, my fucking neck hurts. All right. Hip toss. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you go to Randy Orton. Um, and you say, I have this rash, and then he just starts licking you. Just, yeah. um, <laughs> I love when you pull from the only like four years of wrestling you watch because it's the most hyper specific, <laughs> creepy things that company has ever done. Like the mid 2000s are a dark time for pro wrestling. It's not even four years, it's just this one year, and I remember like these flashes, and then the high point is Randy Orton licking Stephanie McMahon's face. Um, that's the after, after he violently assaulted her, yes, well, that was also it's... a weird time in wrestling where like Vince was totally okay with like gigantic people just beating the fuck out of his daughter. It was, yeah, weird as fuck. And like weird storylines where it's like the big show wants to like kill her and rape her. Like, yeah, it's well, dude, there's a there's a hunter, you probably remember this. There's there's two things that come to mind one, it was when. Vince kept sending uh, Prince Albert out there to just, like, assault Stephanie. And, like, there's just yeah. multiple shots of Albert just beating the fuck out of this woman. Fucking weird. Was, was I... Kurt Angle's heel turn where he, I swear to God, these words came out of his mouth. He wanted weird. to have sex with Booker T's wife, but he said, not just regular sex. I want to have rough animal bestiality sex with your wife. Now, this so is a... Weird white man on TV saying this yeah. to a black man's wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, a, not, not good. good. Yeah. Not good. good. The thing about just... it that makes me laugh is that it's coming from the most pure man I've ever seen in that sport, which is Kurt Angle, who is like, he's he's a he's a fucking golden retriever. Like, Yeah, well, and the, and the additional weird part is like, 
most of this happened on Raw, which yes. was the most popular wrestling thing at that time. Even I remember that. Yeah. Um, which is fascinating that that was not the anymore. most popular oh, wrestling. <laughs> well, Man, that, like... that company's woes currently are hilarious. But yeah, know what you're saying, Eric? I'd, I'd like to understand, and I know I never will, why anyone who's who's the child of the man who's making the decisions like all right well this is going to be a storyline for like a year where i'm trying to have everyone rape and kill you like how what what psychological issues do you have okay the only mcmahon kid that seems to have their head and their shoulders is shane because shane at some point has walked away from this company and went and did his Mm -hmm. own business ventures elsewhere and like became successful i think he helped launch like a streaming network he had some business ventures in in china He's, He's coming to AEW soon. Maybe. That would be starting to look like it. That would be yeah. insanity. Yeah. Eric, are you saying that you don't believe that the daughter of a megalomaniac uh, billionaire millionaire would be a lackey for said billionaire slash millionaire? She said um, she literally said that the uh, steroid trial was like her 9-11. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that she would simp for him even after creepy things. How? Who would believe that? I wonder if anything in the last four years would would present that that thing happens all the time among the super rich. <laughs> well, and I've, I've said I've said on the show before too. Like, there was a story he pitched where she was she was pregnant, and he was like, "What if I'm the father?" And she was like, yes. "No, Dad, gross." And he's like, "Okay, fine." What if I'm your surprised she was said no, Dad. I'm surprised <laughs> that she said no, Dad. Like, because here's the thing. I'm fairly sure that Vince, and I was making a Trump uh, reference there before, uh, in case it went over anybody's head. I mean, they're very I'm, much the same, so it's, you know. They're they're the same exact person. The fact that they're, like, best Who's friends Trump? or whatever is not a surprise. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I can't actually put a face to the name. I just know the name. Um... Uh, I must have erased this person from my memory. Um, But I'm pretty sure they sent their daughters to the same weird-ass finishing school where they're taught to just, like, do whatever their father says. Um, Their father's into finishing things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think think the the big man kids had that kind of upbringing because, like, Vince is such a fucking carny. (laughs) But I feel like the the, the upbringing is still Uh. thematically the same. Um, yeah. The other thing is, like, right. Vince also, like, Vince also committed to a storyline where he had an affair with his comatose wife for like eight months, and like mm, there was that story he did with Trish Stratus where Linda McMahon was medicated into a stupor for an extended period of time, and he would parade her out on TV. And first of all, Linda McMahon is the worst fucking actor who's ever fucking lived. She can't even be medicated into a coma convincingly because she's so bad. Um, I mean, Which relative to the things that she's done. I think that's fitting there. Um, and he would go out there with Trish Stratus, who, like, I feel really fucking bad for because, like, she turned out to be, like, a hell of a, uh, a performer and, like, got it immediately once we let her wrestle. Um, would suck her face. He would lick her chest. He would make her bark like a dog um, in front of Linda. And, like, this is what he considered to be entertainment. And the other uh, thing was, like, um, oh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, but like over the mm. years, he's he's done these the, these kind of things on TV, and mm. Stephanie, I think I think CM Punk said it in that fucking pipe bomb interview. He said like, 
know, Vince McMahon is is a millionaire who should be a billionaire, and he'll but he'll make money despite himself. And everyone says his company would be better when he dies, but that's not the case because it'll go to his dumbass so, uh, dumbass daughter and doofus son in law, referring to Triple H. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned Shane because, like I said, Shane is the only one who ever walked away and said, "Like I'm good." Also, Shane was positioned to be the heir to that company, and then Triple H, you know, their stroke of genius, or you know, whether he not like their relationship is at all legitimate, like politicked his way into becoming the boss's daughter's husband, and basically axed Shane out of the entire equation, which is one of the reasons why he left. Um, also, I'm pretty sure Triple H was cheating on China with Stephanie at the time. So, like, that's the kind of brain processes that these people have. That like they're they're all morally compromised. They're all like some level of insane, and they're all perfectly okay with exploiting every aspect of their bodies, other people's bodies, um, all for the sake of entertainment. And like, and there, I like, <sighs> there will never be another man family ever again. And I think when I mean, they I die, that company yeah. changed so much. I wish the I, I wish the part of this that was gross is that that was unique to wrestling or to that part of wrestling. I don't think it is. It's not. That, Wrestling's a carny fucking yeah. industry that's never wanted to change. And like yeah. AEW is the only thing I've seen so far where it's like this feels fresh. The other thing that felt fresh was a uh, uh, Lucha Underground, which yeah, was yeah. produced by Robert that's Rodriguez, and it aired on. Uh, oh fuck! What did it air on? That uh, it was El Rey. It was El Rey. Yeah, it was produced yeah, by was Robert Rodriguez, movie. and like they're like. Fuck it, wrestling's fake. So let's just yeah. like here's Mil Muertes. He's he is the embodiment of ten thousand people who were killed in a fucking earthquake. Um, here's uh <laughs> El Star. I think I can't remember his fucking like uh Astro or something like that. He's a literal alien. Here's Drake. Here's Drago. He's a dragon. Uh, and then like there was somebody else named Killshot who would, like was a military marksman who has uh the highest kill record in his platoon, like. There was a a cigar a cigar smoking, uh, pit bull walking uh, uh, Spanish gangster who ran the whole thing named Dardo Cueto, who would who would commit to having wrestling characters murdered on screen like in these weird. He also movies. had a uh, a monster in a cage at yes. one point. Yes, it was fucking uh, weird. It a great yeah. show. It was fantastic because like it took the idea of wrestling and was like. It's stupid yeah. as fuck. Let's just run with the idea that's dumb as fuck. Also, it gives Jim Cornette an aneurysm, which is why I love it even more. Um, <laughs> because, like, he's I like, mean, he's like, yeah. Ah, yeah. Um, and like, uh, like, yeah, like I think uh, the, the wrestler Ezekiel Jackson, who was in WWE, went over there and he was like some bodyguard, and he failed. And like, I guess they wrote him out by having Darquado put a cigar in his eye and then fed him to dogs, and then he was never seen again. <laughs> yeah. Great show. Yeah, I, I I can appreciate that because there's a level of like self awareness and not not pretending. This is the thing I'm sure you guys have noticed is just, I don't like uh, inauthenticity and just acting like you have more to give than you really do. Like that's it bothers me every single time. It bothers yeah, me and I've always said that the illusion. Movies. Well, I heard someone say that the illusion of wrestling is ruined the second you do an Irish whip because like you grab some other wrist and you go, okay, now run across the ring. What what force in the universe compels them to go? Yes, <laughs> they just do it. Like they just run across the ring and right back at you. It's the dumbest fucking thing yeah. I've ever seen. But you buy it because the rest of it is so ridiculous. Um, but and the reason why I think that like uh like other companies have tried like uh like Lucha Underground and like to an extent 
Um, Matt Hardy of the Hardy Boys. I'm sure that name resonates with everybody here, at least at some point. Um, he yeah. was doing these things called cinematic matches where he was, as opposed to doing these like actual like you know matches typically, he hundred. I'm talking about uh, the final deletion. Um, yeah, he decided to become a fucking madman and sp- like sprayed a streak of blonde in his hair. Started talking in an accent like this <laughs> that has no discernible origin, and kept saying that he was the vessel of like, of like, uh, like all these old deities. Um, and then his match with his brother. He said he knew. He said he knew Martin Luther King at one point. It was pretty. Yeah, funny. like he he's he is a vessel. <laughs> Matt Hardy, the person, is a vessel, and he is the he he is the home to many spirits who have known many historical figures. He had a zoo with a uh, giraffe named George Washington. Um, uh, huh. Like, yeah, and then like you go to his. He house, actually does have a zoo, by the way. He does have a zoo. Uh, he's yeah, super I'm... rich. Um, I was gonna say, is he Mason from Call of Duty uh, Black Ops? Um, yes, yes, uh, <laughs> actually, yes. But the match he had with Jeff wasn't a wrestling match. They just brawled around his property for like twenty minutes, and like just... other wrestlers would cameo and break the fourth wall. Um, he threw a guy into a lake, and they came out as an older gimmick. Like it was called the Lake of Rejuvenation, and so like he threw Shane Helms in there, and he came out as Hurricane Helms, and they're like, "Ah, you've returned." Um, he named a boat and uses the boat for protection. Um, <laughs> it's he... a dilapidated boat. Dilapidated <laughs> boat. Um, he, him, and uh, someone else hit a guy with a shovel, buried him alive, and then said, "Wow, we sur- we sur- we surely buried this." Oh God. Leo's <laughs> <laughs> here. Oh, Hi, Leo. things are gonna get crazy now. It's um... been long enough, and he has now joined the call. Um, well, but, uh, um, yeah, like it's all these, it was all these fourth wall breaking shenanigans, and it's the most inventive thing I've seen wrestling do in years. And people shat on it left and f- fucking right. You don't have to, you don't have to be Leo if you don't want to. Um, we don't mind. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay. Um, what is he, a Brad, dog? Stay. Yeah, um, he's, he's probably still at work, so he has it muted right now. Right. It's normally the routine. Yeah. So we can wait yeah, until, until he... the Uber driver part exactly. of this Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's waiting for his Uber driver to pull up so he can come back on and talk to us. Or he's um, waiting yeah. until like 2.45 in the morning to try and talk to us when no one's on here. Yeah, what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then say, I was high. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, but like as far as Vince goes, like I, like... His whole family's a fucking freak show, and I don't think we'll ever have like a family like him again. No. And as soon as he dies, like that company's gonna change so fucking much. And honestly, if I'm speaking personally, uh, his demise can't come soon enough. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, uh, just, just objectively, the, it's the best thing for them. <laughs> so not, not, ahead, to change, to. not to change the subject real quick. Uh, I just mm-hmm. wanted to talk about Midnight Suns real quick. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. So. Marvel, uh, 2K games making, oh, 2K and Fire Axis, that is very important distinction here, uh, is making a Midnight Suns game, which is yes. something I never thought I'd see in all my life. Well, it's uh, it's not S-O-N-S, though. It's S-U-N-S. S-U-N-S, yes. Yeah, so, Hunter, you, you, uh, so between, like, you and Movie Dumpster, like, collectively, we keep willing things into existence, which I think is very bizarre. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm. I have a chaos magician. I think. <laughs> um, I'm a hemo. What would you call me? A hemomancer. <laughs> hemomancer. Yes, hemomancer. But uh, I pull blood. The thing. The thing I wanted to bring up in this episode was um, 
So I read an interesting detail about how you can like build relationships with your team. So hmm. I just really like the idea of trying to romance Iron Man or Ghost Rider. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I want to kiss the robot man. So I want to do this game. I mean, I think we all do just a little well, bit. Well, I have actual lips under here. Ew, no. Ew. Put the helmet back on. No, I want, I want the helmet on. I want to kiss that weird no, that ruins the illusion. <laughs> yeah. I do think the. Yeah, I'll make those. There, I do feel like. Here's the thing. I feel like the no romance thing was probably on the table at some point, And I think either someone at Marvel or Disney or both was like. No, you can't do that with these characters. No, no, no. Yeah. No, someone <laughs> someone will do it for them. It's okay. Yeah. It's, uh, also, give it, I, give it like a week. Heroes, heroes don't do that. PC. They can't be. They can't be lovers. They can only be friends. There will be. There will be, mm-hmm. be a mod out yeah. soon. I mean, yeah. it's not like I, companies can go back on big decisions all all at once. Yeah, know, it's not like they're just gonna rename out. a character just because they got called out for being pieces of shits. You know. Yeah. You know, I just fucking not, found out, not not to veer off that, but like I just found out that that was going on. The whole McCree thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the post. That's a fucking I saw stupid the post smoke And like li- the whole comment section was like, "You fucking assholes! Like you, you, you have no self awareness. <laughs> you have no idea like how bad this actually looks, and you're solving nothing by doing this." Oh well, that's yeah. that's about as effective as uh, changing the name of a maple syrup mascot because it's yeah. completely trying to obfuscate things. Yeah, yeah, or the name yeah. of uh, or, or your of uh, football team. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, the football please... team thing, like they, that's like that's them just like making a slight alteration to the fucking font. Like it's the same logo. Well, <laughs> and I'm not. Why would I'm not, I'm not saying don't change these things, but don't try and act like there's some huge thing because you've done it. Like, and then we solved no. racism. No, <laughs> like... you did. You didn't do shit. Yeah, it's yeah. like um, it's like the the fucking Canada on strike episode when they're like, yeah. <laughs> which was i yes. guess comparative to the writer's strike where uh like trey parker and matt stone were like yeah everyone strike and then like they got nothing and then the people who who struck initially were like yeah we got this that and the other thing it was great um but yeah, yeah like i read that whole fucking letter from the uh the the fort Fortnite uh the overwatch team it's like four paragraphs of like just self-filating, like we're aware of the problems going on. Bro. It changes bro, 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 bro. fucking it nothing. Do a fucking yep. right. absolutely nothing. Yeah, it doesn't do anything for the people who had to like leave or whatever or deal with. It doesn't abuse. bring that girl back from the fucking dead. Well, we'll yeah. we'll never know about half the stuff because HR accidentally shredded stuff. Oops. Oh yeah, accidentally, Oops. accidentally. Mm-hmm. We would rather take the slap on the wrist fine right. we're gonna get for this than the right. actuality yeah, yeah. of having to confront. That, that reminds me, I hear mm-hmm. I think Arlen, didn't you post something about Disney wants to settle with Scarlett Johansson just like quietly? Yeah, they do. And oh. she shouldn't let them. She no. should let it go to court. No. No, because yeah. if they want to settle, that means they're like they're like, well fuck. Like that means they got caught their pants down. Um, well, I mean, I'd seen that even uh um Ah uh, shit, Olsen, um, the one who played Scarlet Witch. Thank you, Elizabeth. I was all I could think of was Ashley. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd seen an interview with her where she was like, "No, that's awesome. Good. I'm glad she's yeah. you know she's kicking ass and all this other stuff." Like nobody is really saying like, "I can't believe she's doing this." It's more yeah. like, "No," and you, you can say like, "Oh, well, she's already got money," but it's I don't even care about that. It's a no. contract. There was a it's contract right. signed. It's a, it's it's, not a, that's like, the thing. I said in the show, it doesn't matter if it's five fifty, five hundred, or five million. It's the fact that 
if there was a promise made and then this yeah. company yeah. went out of their way to fuck this person on that promise, then they should get yeah. absolutely bent over in court. Like there's no and reason on, to yeah, think that like, they, they're the winner in this or the good they're the good guy in this because like and on so, the yeah and look and at the reaction note, to, to fucking uh with the, how they're handling um uh 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 Shang uh, Chi like yeah like oh yeah a 45 day run theater as an exper- uh, theatrical run as an experiment and like that actor was like fuck you we're not a fucking experiment well yeah Bob Bob Chapek is um he doesn't seem to be very good with words with no with saying words um uh, but on the Scarlet thing. This is the important thing people need to remember. Court cases, even civil cases, set precedent for future cases. So yes, what yep. happens in one case will affect the next case. It's yep. not really about Scarlet. It's about a lesser actor who is not at the same level yeah. as <laughs> Gerard Butler. Who, yeah, like... Yeah. Well, not even Gerard Butler. Like no. somebody who's a no-name. Win or lose, Scarlett Scarlett Johansson will be fine, right? Like she's not, she's not gonna like, she's not losing much. This is just like they fucked her, and she's like, okay, well, I think the whole on that end, you know, not to get, yeah, not to give her, not to get like pat her on the back too much. She's an actress who has a complicated history and a complicated public uh, persona. No shit, Um, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and this is maybe like morally the best thing that she's done publicly. I would say possibly ever. She's doing something that will affect the lives of other actors and actresses for years to come. It will affect yeah. how people get paid in this industry and how contracts are respected, um, in a way that so that there won't have to be an actor strike in a couple years. Because that's the other thing. This this causes other events that might have happened later on down the line not to have to happen because you're changing the way that these studios are going to act if you bring them to court and you force them to pay a huge settlement um or even if you lose it in a perfect world that system would make it would still make it better for everybody involved in a perfect world we'll see how that works out so yeah and I mean... my thing with when people say like oh it's about money i'm like dude it's what is it? Five million? Fifty million? Like I, I thought it was, was like six or I think it's either six or sixteen. I can't remember the exact. Yeah, amount. Like here's the thing, she's gonna like whatever she does next from from whoever, she's gonna make that. It, it's not about the like the amount is trivial. It doesn't yeah. matter because she's she's already made enough money as a success as a successful actors actress. Um, like her, she's an established name. She'll go somewhere else to get that money. It's not what it's fucking about. It is very clearly about Disney being like, oh, well, I mean, we can just dodge this and, you know, yeah. and, and be like, and, and without, without mincing words, like, they're just being dicks about it. And yeah, they're, they're trying to be evil fucking Disney. They're blaming COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it, again, like I was saying, it causes them to make a better decision next time around, or at least to make the smarter decisions. Or the to decision. just make sure their contracts are more ironclad and blatantly sure. obvious yeah sure yeah uh, absolutely like they're not gonna make this mistake again obviously no. with the no. shang chi thing like no fine sure kevin, kevin yeah. will destroy them if they do yeah. well, well you know that's the funny thing is like yeah. that dude hasn't said a fucking word and like internally you hear that he's just fucking pissed yeah. um because like it, that the MCU and that that yeah. entity of Disney and that branch has been like 
mostly free of controversy since, like, I guess, like, since Kevin took over. Well, it's, and they've it's, enjoyed it's, a fair amount of success. It's, the you relative... hear about. it's all rumors and things yeah. that you hear after yeah. the fact. Yeah, everything that's everything that's forward facing has been untouchable. And this case shows how how much of a tenuous grasp they might actually have on that. Because if if the public opinion sways enough that people become not even angry, but just like, oh well, like disinterested, like it will cause this entire empire to tumble. Yeah. I mean I I think it more it just I think it'll affect Disney more than anything. Yeah, uh, because I—I I mean, I—I I already think that despite the places and where, despite the places where Disney is doing well, um, I think people generally do not have a positive feeling about Disney, even though many people are forced to pay large amounts of money for it, either because they have children or whatever. Or they really, really love Marvel the, stuff. I mean, look at the fucking Mulan thing, or how they're handling these fucking yeah. these 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 dual releases on Disney Plus and theaters. You're charging people thirty fucking dollars to watch a movie in their house? You criminals! Because they can, because they can. and yeah, because, exactly. And and somehow the economics work out. I I don't understand it. You know, I don't personally understand buying Black Widow for thirty five dollars, but I don't know how different that choice would be if I had three to five kids um, who really want to see Black Widow and they want to see Yeah, it. and that's that's the thing. Like, you, you are you're, you're handcuffing the people who have families and kids who want to see it by, like, as an adult, as a parent, you're not going to take the risk of taking your kids out to a movie theater and having some asshole who didn't want to get vaccinated who just sneezed all these fucking seats and, like, I'm sorry, yeah. I've worked at three movie theaters. If you think people are cleaning those seats thoroughly, you're mm-hmm. out of your fucking right mind. Yep. Okay, yep. You're they were your... for like two weeks. They were they were actually doing their job for Dude, about two. Let me tell you something. We had a, there there was a bed bug scare at a theater I worked uh, at, and the the word of the day every time it got brought up was deny, 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 deny. That's we never fucked, got, yo. We never got clarity. We we were never like I think, and like people were coming uh, in and putting fucking trash bags over their seats and like my boss is like oh don't worry we we had canine units come and inspect and we had in in uh extermination blah 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 blah. i'm like i never saw one of those fucking things happen here and i'm here five days a fucking week um and here's the thing in between the uh in between theatrical showings of any movie there is what 20 minutes sometimes 15 fucking minutes maybe a half an hour it's not enough time for any amount of people to go into any fucking theater and clean it properly and thoroughly because there's too much trash, people are disgusting, and there's just yeah. not enough time in a day to make yeah. it actually clean. It doesn't happen. So as a parent, well, you're not going to fucking roll those dice. So you're going to make so you are essentially, like you said, being forced to pay out for these fucking movies because Disney's like, well, what else are you going to fucking do? Nana, nana, boo boo. Yeah. Well, so there's the other thing that I've heard parents talk about this. Movies are like a free babysitter in a sense like yes. they're they're the best babysitter it's a it's yeah a, no no dude okay again theater experience i've seen parents bring their kids to like just fucking shovelware kids movies that are just worthless and mm-hmm. like one was like this fucking movie that george lucas produced called delgo and i read it only made 10 grand for its theatrical run <laughs> that's um, actually hilarious like and, nobody has said the word delgo aloud <laughs> 15 years. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> this came out in 2008. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like when when it like played for the whole like paltry, I don't know, four or five days we had it, like parents would show up just sunken eyed, yeah. defeated, with their just like these awful little imps running around just destroying everything they fucking see, knocking over our giant Marmaduke standee my friend spent yeah, two see. days building. Um, and just sit there and just watch them just commit to the screen and the parent would shut down. Yeah. No, I've heard parents talk about like you sleep for the first hour, I sleep for the second hour. I've yep. heard I like it's insanity, but it's yeah. what you have to do. No, that's that's utter bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't use a place that I don't know, maybe there's somebody playing devil's advocate here but also just kind of disgusted at the idea of people using movie theaters as babysitters um you don't bring your fucking kids someplace where somebody who let's say i don't know enjoys animation and wants to just go see a movie and shouldn't have to be fucking subjected to your child's inability to actually deal with being in a movie. oh you mean my entire experience of fantastic mr fox I mean, yeah, no. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. People shouldn't do what I'm saying. Yeah. They do, no, I, I, I agree with, I agree with both of you. Um, yes. Like it does happen, but also at the same time, like having had to clean up after these just fucking demons that come out with these parents, like who just aren't paying attention. Like we had a, um, we had Despicable Me stand up in the, in the, our, in our theater. And it came with those fucking, those weeble wobbles, those fucking air, those, those things, the sand bases and they're inflatable. You knock them over, they pop back up and they were minions. I would watch as parents just checked out of existence altogether as their fat overbearing hyper caffeinated child would take one of these inflatables and use it to literally steamroll other children and like actually beat them up. Like I saw one kid swinging one of the other kids and None of the parents are paying attention. And when we speak up, they go, don't tell me how to parent my kid. And that is the most they'll engage. That's it. <sighs> That's why there should be an age restriction on bringing children to movie theaters, maybe. I would um, see a grudge and heard a baby crying. Well, that might just be the grudge. Uh, no, no, it was, it was in the back. <laughs> that was a, he meowed, first of all. Um, it was in the back of the theater. And it was every time something fucking petrifying would happen in that movie. This kid, <laughs> Like, <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Speaking speaking of movies, did uh, did anybody want to talk about any of the rumors that have recently been floating around? Um, I know the big wow. one. Uh, I know the well, big yeah. one for for Hunter is Charlie Cox. Maybe in yeah. the trailer for Spider Man. Well, no way home. Wanna, I did want to say one thing about theaters. Actually, um, about the current state of they theaters. Suck. Um. I don't Very like nuance, Hunter. Good doing, job. Good commentary. They're showing videos saying that they are doing like weird steam cleanings with like these steam guns before no, the show. There's no way. They're not doing that. I've seen people, I've seen the people that work at my local theater, which is so understaffed. Um, I've seen them go into a theater and immediately walk back out. Um yeah. It's really gross and disgusting. Dude, it's, yeah, no, not to get lost in this, but, like, I've seen people walk up, see a mess, and push it under the seat. It's not there. Yeah. They can't see it. It's not there. And it's not, and it's not better. It's not, I, I've gone, I've walked into bathrooms recently and been like, this is the most disgusting bathroom I've ever seen. And for those <laughs> The I thing is, it's also not just employees. It's, it's bathrooms professionally. I did it's theater that. patrons, too. Theater patrons are the most disgusting people yeah. I've ever had to work with. I saw a guy... So, okay, I have an aversion to, I mean, most people I'm sure do, but I have, a, like, it 
makes me violently ill, spit. I can't fucking do it. You spit on me, you spit near me, I'm going to lose my, everything. My lunch, my dinner, my blood, my guts, everything. Um, and I yeah. saw a guy walk out of a theater with a tobacco dip cup in his hand, the spit cup. <laughs> Here's the thing. He makes one half-hearted attempt to throw this away by launching the cup from four feet away at the trash can. It hits the rim, splashes everywhere. He looks me dead in the face, shrugs, and says, I tried, and walks out of the fucking room. Ew. Um, bad. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's uh, anyways, what you're dealing uh, with at a fucking movie theater. But anyway, Spider-Man yeah. Far From yeah. Home. My no, God, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider Spiderman. Um, Spiderman. There was a, it was a trailer. Yeah. There was a trailer. I barely remember it. <laughs> I only watched it once, but um wow. yeah. yeah. I there watched it two or three times because I was trying to get some details. Like I watched two or three times because I watched this uh this YouTube channel called The Canadian Lad, and what he basically does is he goes through every Marvel release trailer episode uh uh movie, he watches them at half speed. And he just pulls out all the fucking details he can. And he talks about mm. it. And I, I honestly, I'm like, you're doing God's work. I won't do that shit. You can. Right. He's the reason I saw Lizard or possibly Lizard. Um, he's mm. the person who showed me that Peter is dressed exactly like Tobey Maguire from Spider-Man 3 in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and other stuff like that. And like, uh, so that's the only reason why I've watched it like three or four times. But as far as like rumors go, right. like. Because of everything else that's been in that, that is so far that we've seen either confirmed like, to like, like Mephisto. Like, like, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, oh, well, I, that's Doctor Strange, obviously. I am, <laughs> I am, I know it's a meme, but like there's people out there who are like, oh, that picture of, of Peter Parker with the devil horns on him. It says like the devil in disguise. That's Mephisto confirmed and they're doing it unironically. No. I don't want Mephisto to ever appear in any media ever Mephisto. again. Mephisto has become Harambe. He has reached Harambe level yeah. of just like just yeah. make it end. This needs to end now. The only thing, the only thing they should do with Mephisto is have Doctor Strange almost say his name and then get interrupted, and that should be the yeah. only mention of him ever. Be like, oh, yeah. maybe Mephit, and then like Wong comes in or somebody says something to him, and he just and then Taskmaster's there. Wong, Wong yes. just goes like, no, we've dealt with him and he's done with forever, and then he yes. never brought him again. We killed him. We killed him. We killed him. We killed him violently, and his body's in the basement. We can go look at it right now. Yeah. Well, we won't, because fuck then, you. The other <laughs> thing I wanted to. Uh, bring up um that wasn't spider-man related well kind of uh so there is a wild rumor going around about multiverse of madness if anybody wants to hear about this i do i might have heard it already because i have because i think someone mentioned something and i haven't heard anything about it yet supposedly and this is this is something i saw briefly which wasn't from any type of reliable source so take it with a grain of salt um the uh Oh God! What is their name? The group that, um, the not the initiative. Fuck the group that was like uh, Tony Stark and Reed Richards and Namor and the Illuminati. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, the Illuminati might appear in in uh, Multiverse of Madness, and I mean Professor Xavier might be in there. So okay, when they say Illuminati, do they mean an Illuminati from another planet, or do they mean I don't know. 
I don't know. I okay. mean, they it had mentioned Balder the Brave being in it, uh, Professor Xavier. Balder for- being in it is interesting. Yeah, I forget who the other members of it were. So it wouldn't be like the Illuminati from the comics because they don't have all the characters. Yeah, they don't have and, yeah, and in also the movies having, having any Tony Stark involved at this point would be insulting. Exactly. Um, Right, it would need to, yeah, it would need to be in a, diff- a different. Aluminum. The other thing I saw, oh, this is you. You remind me, I did see something, and this is where I said, like, mm. who the fuck is that? It was that oh, yeah. was like Daniel S P K, whatever the fuck his name Daniel was. RPK. Daniel R P K. Daniel R P K has confirmed that there's going to be a giant battle between Wanda and one of the X Men. I'm like, who <laughs> the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, I I have no idea what that's all about. And like, like here's the thing: when WandaVision was running. Um, I was keeping an eye on this one site that kept, I think I talked about this while we were watching WandaVision. It was this one site, I can't remember their name. They kept posting these bullshit spoilers. Like Cosmic Book <laughs> News. Like, like no, it wasn't Cosmic Book News, it was someone else. Um See, fuck, same, all, all same, yeah, same kind of thing. Um, yeah. um they same kept tune, different like, instrument. Yes. Right, yes. Blue Marvel, Xavier, <laughs> Magneto, um, like 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 the you know the hex is this the hex is not this uh uh uh, uh pietro is gonna reappear he's gonna be fucking played by aaron Dot. like all these things that they would say hard confirm we have hard uh-huh. confirmation this is gonna happen and it's all just it's fucking it's the biggest little bullshit i've ever seen and i don't understand the motivation behind like posting Things that are be easily disprovable within a few yeah. days. I mean, Clicks. yeah, like that's the most obvious thing. But like, and, yeah, and bot it's, farms it's, and all this other stuff that just. It's yeah. just that I think I just I opt like all of us operate on such different wavelengths of how we behave and act and like perceive this kind of stuff. But like that is alien to me to do something yeah. like this. So so provably wrong. Yeah. I'm more inclined to believe the Illuminati stuff than I am. Yeah. The yeah. But, stuff, honestly. It's multiverse of madness. I'm willing to believe just about anything. On, yeah. Honestly. Well, I'm also willing to believe that we'd see a different version of Doctor Strange in his yeah. own movie. Oh, yeah. The other thing I've heard about uh, Far From Home is that there's that scene where uh, Strange is punching Peter out of his body, like he did with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Peter's holding something. I can't remember what it's called, but apparently in Marvel. It's a box used to access other universes. I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. But Peter is stealing it because Norman Osborn has convinced him that the Spider-Men from his universe and other universes are bad and are basically have are okay with murdering. Um and well, that that's... and that he needs to get away from them to to you know be safe. And so Peter is stealing one of these things from Strange. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't I don't even know how much any of the characters from prior Spider-Man movies are going to play a role in this. I don't know. Like I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot we don't know because we're only getting exactly what they show us. And and I think what we're getting is very deceptive. Mm-hmm. Well, so on that note, you know, it's important to remember just because stuff is a rumor doesn't mean that it doesn't come from some inkling of truth. Um, you know. Yeah. Well, and like I, I remember hearing about. Kylo Ren killing Han Solo in the exact same way it did, like yeah. two years prior to that movie's release, and I was like, "No fucking way is this true." So Connor, this is perfect because I was also about to mention <laughs> that same movie. I was yeah, uh, like I like is... it was it was it was worded as like yeah, Han calls Kylo. Well, he wasn't Kylo at that point; he was Ben. 
Um, he, yeah, he was Ben. They had him come ben. Ben, yeah. And he was like, Han calls Ben to the to the bridge, and they even specified the location, everything, and like, and the words were, Han tries to reach out to Ben, and Ben ignites his lightsaber and silences the conversation forever. That was the exact words I remember him saying. And I was like, there's no way Han Solo would die like that. And then like, I'm watching fucking Force Awakens, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. And the other thing was that I mentioned this in the Mortal Kombat episode for Movie Dumpster. There was that allegedly fake script that Warner Brothers decried as like bullshit, not real, of Mortal Kombat that featured Cole, Nitara, Shang Tsung, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reiko, and every single fucking character that was in that movie when it came out. And it was a script that people were like, what the fuck are you doing with this fucking movie? And it had mm-hmm. Sonya as a archaeologist. Um, Cole was the main character. He was named Cole Young in that script. Warner Bros. came out and said, no, it's fucking, it's bullshit. Turns out that, like, almost 90% of that script was true. So, like, I do believe in the fact that, like, this stuff that when rumors come out, it comes from somewhere. It probably does. Because, I mean, uh, back to the Force Awakens thing, you know, there was a there was a prominent writer who is now discredited. His site doesn't exist anymore for multiple reasons. Um, who did a big release of Ain't a lot cool of- news. No, not um, it's it, this is why I say it that way because you can't really say which one. Um, but uh, he, it's, he released it's not like a, it's the reveal at the end of a movie. What was this? I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say, I'm just I'm trying to get to the point of this, Eric. I'm trying to get to the meat here. Uh, one of the things though that was around for a while was The Force Awakens would open with. Luke's hand floating through space holding the lightsaber. Oh my god, I fucking remember that too. Yeah. I thought that was ludicrous. And years later, we got a confirmation from J.J. Abrams saying that that was 100% true. And that that was almost in the movie. Um, And it only changed because like, I don't want to say it was Ava DuVernay. It might have been something else that she had a suggestion about, but I, I have a vague memory of somebody saying... No, let's not do that. That doesn't seem right because he, I mean, fun. here's the thing: it's it's morbid as fuck and just weird for a Star Wars movie but, to open yeah, a but, severed hand. But I don't know. I think it, it would it would have been a way to be like, hey, this is a different type of Star Wars. But yeah, then yeah. they decided, nah, fuck that. I'm JJ Abrams. Nah, New Hope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> not even not even Force Awakens. That's just what it ended up being. Which was like, like Hunter just said, nah, no plan, no plan whatsoever. No um, Who needs a plan? <laughs> but yeah, um, back to uh, back to Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Like, I, I like Hunter said, I could believe the that we could see a variation of that group in the movie because it it would be an interesting way to just kind of slyly introduce things. You don't have to yeah. do a hard introduction because that was the other part of the rumor is that. Patrick Stewart had expressed interest to Kevin that he would be willing to come back for a movie if it was the right thing. Yeah. And this would be a hell of a way to do it. This I is mean, the only is, way to do it, because, like, if yeah. I'm Patrick Stewart, I would not want to... And Hugh Jackman's right. like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm done. Well, like, the whole thing with, like... Well, the, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. I could see yeah. Patrick Stewart makes more sense to me, because, like, they could just make the new Xavier that they're eventually going to have, probably, just be younger. Mm-hmm. Yep. And be like, yeah. yeah, this is him in the far future. Like, yeah. well, the well, other thing is, like, um, the, the yeah. X Men timeline is so fucked. Like, you don't that need the Xavier, the Xavier who dies in Logan, 
like as far as I'm concerned, is not the Xavier who's in X Men One because the timeline is so convoluted and fucked up after uh, Days of Future's Past that like the I think the Logan who the, the Xavier who dies in Logan is my branch timeline. Like I don't yeah, think it's I, the I, one we saw. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think, think that's you correct, creating I, your own yeah. timeline with that. I mean, yeah. no, because they, I no, because the continuity makes no fucking sense in those movies. Dude, yeah. the continuity ever make sense in any of the X-Men movies? No, and that's why I'm saying, like, you, th- but I'm saying this is like you can use right. Patrick Stewart in a movie like this because you don't have yeah. to, you don't you don't have to acknowledge him as being the Xavier who we knew. It's just well, no, they're else. never they wouldn't with new MCU movies yeah. because those no. Fox movies are considered Marvel legacy, quote unquote. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so I think everybody. Is correct here for because for one they could easily just say that some of those are a branch timeline that the tva erased or one of the new ones that was created at the end of loki <laughs> um and on that note to to what connor was saying it doesn't have to be either of those xaviers it could just be another xavier uh who was created by the events of loki uh they've done that already and they the way that the timeline works out they could have gone to Patrick Stewart with an unfinished version of the finale of Loki, shown him that, and been like, that's how you come back. You're a variant. They explained to him the whole concept of the show up until that point, and they're like, you're just another version of Xavier. Would you What's like to What's funny that? is that Alpha Al- 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 Multiverse. Alpha Al- did an interview where he said, the story for me in this movie picks up where I, right after I fell in the water. Right after I fell in the water. Exactly. That's exactly what yeah. I said. So, yeah. So, it's... I like to believe that Marvel would do something like that, or Patrick Stewart would be that open to things, but I think he's more like, yeah, just put me in the movie. Like, I don't think Patrick Stewart really cares that much at this point. He knows what something's going to be worthwhile for yeah. his time, but I don't think they would go to that extent with him. I, I think. think I think he understands the closure. That that yeah, you know, you know what's funny? Yeah. You know who doesn't understand any of it? Michael Keaton. Apparently, uh, what I've heard from interviews is yeah. they try, they try to explain to him the multiverse fun. idea, and he's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah, about." Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. thing. <laughs> that's the other thing. I I feel like once an actor like reaches a certain age and almost anybody with comic book stuff, unless they they're deep into it, like they're not going to care or want to care about it. Just be like, all right, how am I in this? What are my lines? Cool. Let's go. Like it's, I think, I think mm-hmm. you're correct, but you got to remember this is Patrick Stewart, an actor who, and admittedly, this is after the fact he has shown that he knows more about Star Trek the next generation than most cast members well, of that show. Um, I, yeah. I think he would be, he's a little bit more willing to engage with like fans and fan theories from what I can tell. Um, so I think he would have some sense of what was going on and I, he would want it to fit. But I, I, I agree with what you were saying earlier where it's like, he would care about the emotion of the scene. Exactly. He like, would I agree. And especially if he's yeah. only going to be in a single part of a movie. Like, I just, I, I can't see them, if if any of this is even true. But I can't so, see um, them bring him I, I back agree. for more like, than that. The other thing regarding what this, like, to him is what has happened to his version of Xavier that he's playing in that moment. What does yeah. it mean to that version of Xavier? Yeah, Absolutely. I'm sure he'd be interested in that to, a, to an extent. But um, yeah. the thing I heard about, like, how this whole timeline thing and like the multiverse is going to happen going to work is that um i didn't know this because i didn't follow one i haven't had disney plus in a while so i don't know the exact approach they're going to this but i did read today that like 
Marvel has confirmed that all of this stuff in What If is happening canonically in the yeah. branch timelines. I mean, that depending yeah. on how people react to certain characters, they may bring them over into the live action stuff. That was that was one of the other members of the group. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember. Um, Captain Carter. There has been there have been rumors about Heli Atwell coming back to I would love it. Bring I give me my I love my big wife. <laughs> yes. That's hey, once again. I love my big wife. <laughs> so how much how much how much would she weigh if she was to step on me? Um uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like it's stuff like that. It's like, well, I could see it happening, but I also feel like I don't know. I feel like that's trying to be wish fulfillment on a lot of people's parts. Like, well, it's on the TV show, so it should be in the movies. Like, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't no. have to be. They can just say, like, yeah, that's that's part of the multiverse. We we did what if to explain the multiverse to you. So mm-hmm. now we can do these two movies that will have high connections to it. There you go. Stop your whining. Here's some milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing about Far From Home is that, like, as far as rumors go, at this point, I'm willing to keep anything on the table because when this first started and they were like, Toby and Andrew Grove are going to be involved. I was like, no, the fuck they're not. You got your fucking mind. That's not. <laughs> <fucking thing." laughs> and then pictures. Here. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I did. I can't believe how staunchly they've denied everything and then came out with this fu- and like just let Alpha Mia go in interviews. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally coming back. And then Jimmy Fox is like, yeah, I'm totally coming back. I'm like, just just fucking say it. <laughs> just fucking say Toby and Andrew are coming back at this point. It's the worst kept secret ever. Well, there was a there's a video of J.B. Smoove saying like somebody was asking him questions and they're like oh yeah so uh who is your favorite prior spider-man to see uh to see tom work with toby uh toby mcguire or andrew garfield and he's like oh toby mcguire all the way it's like really did you like did you just yeah. do that and that's not think thing. about it the, yeah that's my thing there's no like there sony and marvel are like mm, mum's a word but like there's no lid on pictures interviews nothing like there's the, a the damage control is so selective that, like, to a point, I'm like, just fucking say it. Yeah. Uh, there's a great Instagram post of a fan, like, seeing Tobey Maguire in the street, and he straight up asks him if he's in the movie, and he just winks and nods and just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, that's so funny. Which all of the, the leaks from this movie show the difference between a 100% Marvel slash Disney production and one that's a group Sony Marvel Disney production. Yeah, like like, like Disney, Marvel was straight up deceptive Infinity War marketing. Like mm-hmm. they were lying mm-hmm. fucking teeth with that trailer. It was great. And then yeah. like, with, with this doing cover editing, like when, when Ock is like, well, Peter. He's not talking to that shot of Tom Holland. He's not at all. They're two different shots entirely. Um, yeah, and like I have a theory. And here he is. What? He says that Alfred, uh, that Doc Ock picks up right where he left off, where he becomes a good guy. What if he's not blowing up like the bridge? It's, it's Doc Ock, but he's like, hello, Peter. And then he like helps save people. Like he like. Uses his arms to like get people. Okay, so that, that... I'm I'm glad you brought that up because someone actually pointed out a detail in that sequence. So yeah, like Spider-Man Two, when the orbs inside of the arms are glowing red, they go blue, right? Under the control of the arms, they glow white and red. And when they're red, Octavius is not in control, and the arms are. And we know the arms are hostile. So, so that, when things 
So when things are white, they're all right. That sounds kind of racist. The land of the, the, land of the brown makes me frown. Um, oh wow! Wow! Whoa! Whoa! I love how are we Leo canceling Connor again? I love how are we Leo canceling Connor again? To just selectively come in and try to cancel me, it never fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> um, because he just does what like like cosmic book news and everything did. Like, well, here's an audio bite completely devoid of context. Um, um, but yeah, no, I read that like, it, and I I haven't gone back to watch Spider Man Two since I read this because who has that time? Um, but yeah, I read that basically when the when the arms were glowing red that octavius is no longer in control and that you know it's danger so but in that scene yeah when his arms pop up they are glowing red so i mean you could be right and it could be totally different but people have pointed that out as a specific detail and because these well, movies are CGI, so, CGI away, you know? i mean that's also like that shot also could not exist in the movie altogether like yeah like i said you could just be like somewhere else and be like hey peter what's up i'm not dead so uh, am I going to become the spectacular he's octopus? Also been, he's also been super digitally de-aged. That's it's definitely not the Alpha Valina from Spider-Man 2. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, he he looks younger. He looks younger than he did in Spider-Man 2. Which is why I think they're not... That, they're not... With Jamie Foxx's like, appearance being converted to be different and that de-aging on uh, Molina, like, these are variants. They aren't the versions of from Spider-Man. Like, I, don't, I don't think they're being plucked from those movies. They're variants. I totally agree. I, I think that that's, I mean, that's more and more clear, especially after Loki, that some of them are definitely variants. Some of them are not going to be the versions we know. I never thought that they were bringing back uh, Electro from Spider from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, well, that's, that's something that, sorry to interrupt, Arlen, that's something seeing yellow lightning in that trailer, which... Maybe that's not him. Maybe that was just, you know, playfully fucking with people. But I kind of hope if we do, if we get Jamie Foxx's Electro, he's in the original Electro costume. I want that. I think at least at, at least a minimum. modernized version of it. Like maybe not to the big like lightning bolt face, no. but like the green and white. Like, yeah. No, I want that. <laughs> I don't. Think, if they do the lightning bolt face, I will. I can't even describe. I mean, I'll applaud it. I just don't think they'll do it because it's it's like it, yeah, I don't think so comic booky. Um, it'll happen for like two seconds as he's powering up. It'll like flash. Okay, the electricity and then that's absolutely. I can see them doing that. Yeah, it's yeah. made of electricity and like it's basically him powering up like a super saiyan kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. The thing to point out is that the Canadian lad that I pointed out earlier said that in that trailer you can almost see what looks like Sandman. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that too. Yeah. yeah. That's just a bunch of dirt, bro. <laughs> okay, oh, look at the dirt. A sandman. Oh, shit. See, I, so I think this... there are people eating into things. There, People just want things to be there that aren't yeah. there, I think as human beings tend to do. They're definitely being intentionally obtuse with it, though. Like, yes. It's, it's more or less of them being like, oh, Sandman might be in this. Or, ooh, <laughs> the wizard. Oh, that, is that, almost... Sandman was in the last one, remember? It was like, oh, look at that sand creature. Oh, it's Sandman. It's like, oh. It's, uh, oh, yeah, I know. They were like, oh, my God, look, it's Hydro. Um, <laughs> a um, lizard will definitely be in it. I don't know if the lizard will be in it based off of well, yeah, there's there's something in there the that Goomba? behind here that is very monstrous and big and like it's not venom. I know it's not venom. I I would I would bet my left pinky is not venom. My problem no. with a lot of this speculation that people are throwing out there is, do they forget how bad Spider-Man Three was with a how many villains were in that? Was it three? Three. Two? Three. Yeah. Think uh, about four. Rent? Four. Rent? Yeah. Rent? So, so mm-hmm. think about 
how bad that was when they were trying to share screen time with four villains. Like, if they overdo it, this will not be good. Well, and that's and the other the other big speculation is that there people and even Joe was like, is this how they're doing the six? Like, are they going to introduce them here in this form? I can see uh, it Scorpion because he's already in that universe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least the guy who yeah. eventually becomes Scorpion is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Matt yeah. Gargan is in the universe. Yeah, Matt Gargan is, and then um, fucking Vulture. Yeah, Vulture. Yeah. Um, I can and see it being apparently he's been spotted on set too. Right, I can I see it see, being. I could, I could see them not uh, juggling six villains, but I could see six villains yeah. like. Okay, so we already know Ock. We know Electro. We know Lizard. We know Green. Well, Ock. we don't know Lizard. Lizard is not a guarantee oh, just because well, there's well, a right. leg. No, no, I'm, no. I'm saying. Well, no, there's a bot. Oh. I'm I'm being hypothetical. Let's say mm-hmm. they're there, but they're not the villains like maybe right. maybe there's one set like i could see this being an ensemble set piece where the six villains come together and then toby tom and andrew are then reunited or you know united and that's how we get the three versus the six there's a I model i don't think we'd have a, six villains there, in the movie but i think we'd have six villains yeah. at some point together there's a movie that did this a Spider-Man movie <laughs> called uh, Into the Spider-Verse, where that was exactly the ending. Um, yeah, but that and I can see one hundred percent just doing that again in live action. Sadly, yes, I could see them doing it again, but it wouldn't have the same feel because the animation worked for one hundred percent of that movie. I think that they will do it regardless. Um, we also have agree. to keep in mind that these are all characters who were introduced in the earlier movies, like. Yeah. And that, that's what I'm saying when I said we have Lizard, I'm saying he's been around before Goblin, he's been around before. What I'm saying is they might be playing into audience familiarity with these characters and not have to worry about building them up, which is on one hand could be a bad thing because yeah. you know, like, we're not trying to explore them at all. Um, the other thing is that, um, oh fuck, I just lost my train of thought entirely. Shit, I had it and it was just gone. <laughs> well, I mean. We don't want to go too long on this because this is actually yeah. a very long episode already. Um, but they do have a potential to make something interesting with this. I'm, I'm very curious to see how the balancing act goes. Um, uh, it's, it's weird. You know, it's it's a thing of describing an elephant when you only can feel the trunk. Um, uh, oh, what? And let's say, let's say yeah, it's let's say, I understand the metaphor you were going for. Yeah, Lizard is in the movie, and what I've like the scene I've been shown is that basically like like a Doctor Strange esque sling ring portal is formed behind Peter, and then a big thing pops up behind him. Let's say right. for a second, like it is Lizard from Amazing Spider Man. Let's just be hypothetical. It's mm-hmm. Lizard from Amazing Spider Man, and they make sure to lead into that. What's like you can? I think you can get away with having him show up, be like. And maybe all these villains just know Peter Parker because of some multiversal whatever. Um, sure. They know it in their blood. Like, that's Peter Parker, that's Spider-Man. You could, I'd say, I would say get away with having him appear, attack Peter, Peter being completely overwhelmed, and then having Lizard just get sucked into a different portal and he's gone. Like, it's some kind of multiversal hiccup. Like, he's there and he's gone. That I can see you getting away with. Because at some point you're like, oh, fuck, that's Lizard, and then he's gone. Like, it's a shock moment. It's not like He's not there to hang out and just you know be wasted. No, I mean I'm I'm fine with that. I just I don't want them to do that. Like I just I, I just I think I, I think it'll be Auk and Goblin and like maybe like a brief fight with other ones. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I just I worry that they're that Sony is trying to overload it because they're like, well, we well, have the ability well, to use all these characters, so let's use them. Well, also, what I say about Venom all the time is that Sony has been married to the same fucking Spider-Man plan for fifty fucking years. Yep. This is them getting their Amazing Spider-Man three. This is them getting their Spider-Man four, and this is them getting their Drew Goddard or Sinister Six movie that didn't fucking happen. Sony has been all right so plan all along. notoriously <laughs> devoted their plans for years. <laughs> and this might chest. be their way of yeah, Drum exactly. Chest. Yeah, and you're missing half the pieces. Forty like chest when you're missing all your fingers. Um, yeah. Sony has been so slavishly and transparently devoted to the same ideas for so long that like that might be what this is, which is worrisome. But at the same time, like. Yeah. Maybe it is them, like maybe working with Marvel and trying to make it a little more cleaner is the compromise they made to finally get this fucking thing they've been trying to get done for years finally happening. I mean, the I, end so, credits is going to be the teaser for Black and Silver Moon, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, on that note, let's end the show. But Leo, but Leo, instead, it'll be a guy with a yeah. hat walking through a room and just be two, a silver uh, and a black backpack. I hate, I hate all of you. Or it's just going to be, it's just going to be, she's going to play Mary Jane in Amazing Spider-Man films, and she's just, she's just, she's just in a blank void going, hello, anybody, hello, and that's the post credits uh, No Way Home. I don't wash my hair with shampoo, I never have. Why are you obsessed with that? Every time you bring her up, it's, it's always about her shampoo. I've never. I didn't realize that I bring that up every time. Yes, every time she gets mentioned, you bring up shampoo bro. and some sort. Do I really do you, that? I, you have yeah, a complex, is, bro. This is coming from Hunter. Other weird complex. She says I do. Every, uh, during interviews that she said when she was a thing. I don't know how many interviews are you watching, bro. No, I just I didn't know. I had no idea where it was coming from. It just every time she's ever come up, you bring up something about her washing her hair or something about shampoo. Speaking of washing, really? Do you wipe like like your hair? Was I possessed by another me? <laughs> no, you you definitely bring it up a lot. We, we have to get the fuck out of this episode as much as I, yeah. I love this episode. No, we should yes. keep going. We should just no, keep on going. No, dear hour. God, no. My eyes are getting yeah, Hunter, happy, okay? Hunter, go take a nap for All right. <laughs> no, um, Dude, it's no, let's, uh, let's get to the plucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so I talked about the Fantastic Four <laughs> and Justice League of America uh, episode we just recorded. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the next one coming out. Um, I'm pretty tired. I don't think there's anything else ahead of that. We are doing troll at some point. First troll. Um, yeah. Oh wait, I'm not sure if that was a surprise or not. No, it's not. I don't it's remember. They, I, Sean, I Sean them. talked about it on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to. Do a, okay. Yes. Yeah, right. We were. We were. Di- we were debating doing a live. We did do a commentary track for a movie called Arena, which is another uh, Empire Pictures thing, which is kind of fucking rad because it's basically like it's pro wrestling and Mortal Kombat. And like American gladiators on a fucking space station where like human like aliens fight aliens, humans fight aliens. It's really hunter so far up your alley, it's not even funny, dude. It's it's oh, yeah. we did a commentary track for it and it's so good and we all enjoyed it so much we might turn into like a full fledged episode next year, but that's coming out soon. And um we just recorded the one where we did Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, but I also bundled in the Justice League of America pilot. So that's coming out soon. Um and then November is a little far away, but that is we're doing Ghostbusters month, and I've already seen the art that Joe is making for, and I showed you guys today. Uh, I I can't fucking wait for this. 
So we got that coming out. So yeah, lots of good shit coming out. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for another podcast. It's much bigger to steal that. Um, and, yeah. Uh, you... <laughs> um... Yep. And then show us pictures of him holding a bulldog and his shitty tattoos yeah. on his neck. I, I, had to, I had to stop another friend from from popping off on that very topic because I was like, "No, you're going to get us in so much trouble." I got to drive the jersey it. and pants him. Okay, right, drag this link um, for as long as I can. Uh, what's my flex? Oh, um, assuming nothing bad happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> soon, uh, soonish. It is current uh, year. I, I'm recording in LH. Yeah, I know in the in this year, bad things happening. Uh, our next LHP uh should be an episode covering the movies of uh Satoshi Khan. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, at least his first two, and we'll probably do a part two at some point. But yeah, we're going to be talking about Perfect Blue and uh, Millennium Actress. So that's awesome. Uh, Perfect Blue, awesome. I, really I, do like. blue. I really want to see because I saw Perfect someone talking about it. Awesome! It's, it's a perfect, perfect movie. Is... That's the one about the pop star, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I really want to check I, that out. Thing, but yes, similar, similar. Um, yeah, that movie's like a De Palma movie, but animated. Yeah, that's what um, that's so, what really intrigued me is that I watched someone like do an essay on it. And I was like, this sounds fucking fascinating because I don't think I've ever heard an anime like that before. Fuck. Yeah, it's insane. Awesome. That one's you insane, should. and Millennium Actress is also equally yeah. insane. <laughs> so yes, watch both of those. Uh, uh, even if you're not going to listen to the show, just watch both of those. They're fucking great. So yeah. Honestly, without getting too off the rails, like the first few episodes, and I'm going to get my Netflix subscription back when I get my first paycheck. But like watching the first four or five episodes of neon genesis like was yeah. it was the thing that made me go like fuck i miss anime like a lot Dude, so i haven't good. watched any of it in a long time yeah. so like i might check out a lot of the like the white whales i've been missing out in a long time so yeah um, I'll, I'll keep everybody up there on that i just like i told you just let us know when you get to the line i'm so fucked up uh, <laughs> so good <laughs> uh, the next so, version doesn't have that line oh it doesn't no, yeah, I think it says like what's wrong with me or something like that. Okay, well it's the well, same idea. So, so here's the thing, uh Leo. I'm watching it with the subtitles on because sometimes I'm just doing multiple things. The subtitles okay. are the original translations from what I understand. And the audio nope. is the new it's not? Nope. They reach they retitle because there's a lot no, of but, uh, hold on. what I'm telling you is that the subtitles and the dialogue don't fucking match at all. No. Well it's still like it's still not uh it's not the same as the old 1990 whatever whenever it first I, came out. I wish it was the old localization because like it's sometimes it's intriguing and sometimes it's alarming. I'm like, what you said is not what's down there. <laughs> yeah, that happens. But yeah, they also yeah. redid the subtitles. It's, it's different. It's fucking disappointing. Yeah. Although I do think that I, maybe I'm wrong. I do well, remember the original that dub isn't as high up as it's meant to be. It's, yeah. It's cool. It's fine. But I mean, I don't know. That's me. I mean, I I would. Here's the thing, and I don't want to get lost on beats here, but like, I would never, ever, 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 ever go back and watch the dubs of Dragon Ball before the fucking Funimation dubs. Never. No. We are, we are, we are treading owl territory now. Let's. Hey, nobody here is bringing up entirely new subjects, so you calm down, sir. (laughs) Anyways. 
uh Kame Club every Sunday we just covered Gamescom. We talked about uh how impressed you were with Dokev and all these new games are coming out. Yeah. Gonna be a really stacked couple of months for us because yeah. there's so much happening. Uh mm-hmm. yeah, give that a listen. Uh follow follow Kame Club on social media, Comic Club Podcast on Twitter. Um listen no, to Learning yeah. playing Final Fantasy or is it World of Warcraft? No, uh, I'm trying. I'm desperately trying to get Frank to stop playing World of Warcraft. I promise. Let's <laughs> also follow the further adventures of Comic Combat, Young underscore Comic. Um, I'm Eric. I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. There's pictures of dogs and food and cats and comics. Um, I'm also on the Phantom Zone, floating around in there. Uh, Three things? Two things. Uh, two things real quick. One, I got a really awesome fucking Black Panther hat, and I put pictures up on Instagram, and it's rad, and you're not going to be able to get it. Um, and the other thing is, I don't understand why people are eating animal dewormer when they think it's going to defeat a virus. <laughs> well, that's a question you'll never get answered to. Um, I do Give me the horse thing. pace. Um, I'm going to be uh, re-uploading stuff to that as the Skeleton Icarus page, the Instagram page I had earlier. Um, I fell off this year after my friend died, and I've just been kind of struggling to get back onto it, but I do want to use it for stuff that's like non-related to fans on Movie Dumpster. So if you care at all about any of my other creative outputs, I'll put some stuff there for you. So there you go. Yeah. Leo, do you have anything you want to plug? I have one small question for all four of you white men. Uh-huh. So corn tortillas or flour tortillas? It depends. I, I, I don't know. I, no. I like I like corn tortillas, not gonna lie. I do like them a lot. Right answer. Right answer. Yeah. Um, right answer <laughs> I mean, I grew up on flour, but I'll take I'll take either one that if I have the option. Sata. Um I'll take a corn ground, or I'll take ground beef combos, I'll take a whole wheat tortilla. If I have the option, and Ooh. corn isn't a Arlen, wrong answer. You're not invited to a kind of I'm saying if I What the fuck just happened? I'm saying if I don't have the option of corn, whole wheat. I'm not taking that. I'm not doing the white flour. Are you kidding me? The white flour is fine. Okay. Okay. No, I, flour I is burritos and large quesadillas. That's it. I, I like corn. No, I don't. Yes. I don't. There you go. Good boy. Yeah. No, I I complete. Okay, some people are like, well, we need to do Chipotle too, and it's just Chipotle, but we do our own thing and we do flour tortillas, whole wheat, but no corn, because that's smart. Uh, but Very that's a thing that we have in this part of the country. Um, where <sighs> everybody's dumb. So yeah, I I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. California so, isn't that far from you, but anyways, all right, we should we should me. get off. I'll teach you good. I just walk you a million miles away. Bye bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye 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 b